Welcome to my shitty podcast. So shitty it only has one T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank my ghost. My ghost! Oh my god, I'm already screwing it up. I want to thank my guest, <laughs> Graham Dickerson, for coming on. Uh, actor, server, medieval performer. Um, he let some skeletons out of the closet about some things that went on behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. Uh, worked for a really shitty boss. Uh, and, um, I don't know, just kind of let some skeletons out of the closet uh, about what happened and um, wrap some things up that uh, he really felt the need to um, get out there in the ether. Uh, the poor servers and the folks that had to work for this uh, this awful man. Um, but anyways, I digress. Uh, thanks for all the iTunes reviews. That really helps me out a ton. Um, thank you guys for sharing episodes with friends. And um, My Shitty Podcast is now available anywhere where you like to get your podcasts. So without further ado, let's let the cat out of the bag. Have you heard about a word? Oh my God. How's that sound? That's good. Totally fine. Volumes for me are good. How are they for you? Levels are good. All right, dude. That's pretty good. Let's get into it. Let's fucking do it. <clears throat> uh, what? Uh, tell me a little bit about. Well, first off, I'll say that I was under the impression that you actually worked at Medieval Times. So, yes, I, 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 I loaded up a bunch. I loaded up a bunch of Medieval Time questions. Okay. Uh, so that's all right because I, for what you're telling me is it's fairly similar. Tell me a little bit about where you worked. Uh, okay. Um, should we go ahead and just introduce ourselves, and then I'll rock it right into... Yeah, tell, tell me your name. I think people kind of know me a little bit. Oh, we're on uh, Adam Copeland's podcast, <laughs> My Shitty Podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. My I'm, name is Graham Dickerson. Um, I'm <laughs> You don't have to use your real name either, by the way. Oh. Or, <laughs> well, too or you don't have to. Also, oh, you man. also don't have to say the actual place where you used to work. No, we, can, we just know that it was medieval themed. Yeah, I'm changing the name. Changing the okay. name for, the, for cool. the two big major players. I my cool name with is that. I'm cool with that. Graham Dickerson. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I'll start off. Uh, let's see. Place that I worked at, we're gonna call it, uh, and we're gonna call it Renaissance Renegades. Okay. And this place is located... Uh, this is located in Alexandria, Virginia, um, where I live is about 20, 20 minutes outside of D.C. Okay. And in between where I happen to live in D.C. is almost kind of like what I call... Like, it's like a buffer town. It's, a, it's got a little history called Old Town. This is where it resides, so it's about 15 minutes away from where I lived. Not to be confused with the boy band. Not to be... Is that a, is that a boy band? O-Town? Oh, 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 is it, oh, Old, <laughs> old Town. Old Town. O-L-D. Oh, Old Town. Oh. That's a town. So sorry. No, no worries. I don't mean to get you off the rails. No worries. <laughs> it's gonna happen a lot. It's gonna happen. And I'm totally. <laughs> I'm on board with it. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and try and rock it in with uh, what I'm gonna call the prologue. Go ahead. So here's the prologue. I graduated college May of 2015. Uh, shortly after that, I come home to live with my live with my parents. Um, I don't have a job. I get news from an old acting coach of mine. Yeah, a wonderful woman. She sends my way that, that there is a local place in Old Town that's looking for uh, two roles: a Cockney knight who's supposed to be dumb and uh, <laughs> whose name is uh, Sir Bill, and then a right hand man to the king of the show or the duke of the show, whose name would be Sir Roger or Seneschal. Okay, and it was paid. 
Let so, me, yeah, go for it. I'm just going to interject because uh, I'm just going to tell you like my knowledge of... Have you ever been in medieval times? I actually... No, I haven't. Okay. I'm going to give you my knowledge of medieval times, and you can tell me if it's similar or like <laughs> opposite in, in perspective of... of because I'm trying to paint the picture in my head, like, what does this place look like? Abs- oh, absolutely. Um, Go for it. What, and it sounds like I'm starting to hit, like, some similarities uh, okay. of, of both locations. So, uh, medieval times, um, there's eight, eight medieval times uh, okay. in the U.S. There's, there's only one Renaissance Renegades. Okay. And there's, a <laughs> <laughs> there's like, a tournament of kings in, uh, in Las Vegas as well, which is basically the same shit. Yeah. Um, I think they change up a little bit of the dialogue, but uh, the buildings are like replicas of like 11th century castles. So like you pull up and they look like Spanish castles. Okay, yeah, not, not, um, nothing like nothing like ours. Not, so far, not not similar. <laughs> Absolutely <Okay>. no, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, once you enter, you're issued like a paper crown uh, nope. with a color that like corresponds to the knight that's going to be okay. yada yada yada. Yeah, that, that actually that actually sounds like engaging and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this place was not that. Nope. This place is not that. Okay. Nope. Um, then you are called to this place called the Great Hall, which is basically like a bar gift shop. Whole, over wait, for, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. for real? For real? Yeah. Oh you, you, my God, I swear they stole. No shit. Verbatim. There is, I'll get into it later, but uh-huh. that's actually eerily spot on. Ooh. There is the place where the show would take place in this restaurant. Yeah. Is the upstairs portion called the Great Hall. Uh-huh. That has a, that sells shitty, like... Really bad knickknacks. Yeah, and Did it's they, a bar. It's it's not called upstairs though. They say like rampart. <laughs> Meet me <laughs> up that, at the ramparts. Is that traditional English? Ramparts. Yeah, it's not a balcony. It's a rampart. It's a rampart. <laughs> no, uh, that's. You know what? That's just a testament to how fucking unoriginal Renaissance Renegades was. Because okay, good. I, for, I cannot. Good, run I swear to God, that is is that is that accurate? That's very accurate. Then yeah. that's ripped pretty much directly <laughs> from medieval times. Wow. Uh, yeah. I did, and I, I worked there for a year, and I never knew that. You you park. You basically you park. You walk in, grab your tickets, grab your crown. Right after that is like start making money for the place. Like there's like a photo booth, and you like can take your photo with like the king or knights or whatever. Okay. Um, it's been a while since I've been, but like I went twice as a kid, and, like the second time, like as a joke, like on a date. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wouldn't um, it be so funny if we went to like a medieval thing? Wouldn't that be like quirky and like <laughs> weird if I spent like seventy five dollars on <laughs> shitty dinner? Why would you, dude? What's your problem? Why are you like? What's going on with you right now? Why do you look so dejected? <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah, you gather at the big hall. Okay. Um, then they've got like real uh trumpetist, I guess is what it's called if you're a trumpet player. Um, yeah, but like people have, are, we, we, yeah, we don't have that. No, have that. It's no, all we like have a shitty sound system. Pre-recorded. We, we play MP3s over. <laughs> so like you're you're uh, encouraged to buy like swords and princes tiaras and such, uh, and then you're issued into um, the uh, you're issued into like the the arena, which kind of like resembles like the Roman Colosseum, but it's covered and like has like a sand pit and shit. Yeah, again, um, sounds way more interesting, engaging, and. Um, and then there's a king. Authentic. <laughs> Authentic to an extent. There's a king and a queen, and they're kind of like quirky, and they've got like banter that's sort of silly. Okay, this is good. <laughs> I, I'm seeing. All right. Uh, in our case, it's a duke and duchess. Yeah. And yeah, it's if the banter was really awkward <laughs> and at points borderline predatory. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'll get into that. Okay. Later. Yeah. Um, and then they used to, back in the day, I think they used, whenever I was a kid, they had like, 
dragon toe soup and like they wouldn't tell you what it was but yeah, i guess like too many yeah too many people were like this this dragon toe soup is pretty delicious what is it like tastes like tomato bisque to me but i can't <laughs> i but you know <laughs> where what where can i get dragon i just want um, why can where can i find that at the wawa where can i find eye of newt at the farmers market <laughs> i don't know um dragon fruit at the wawa <laughs> at the farmers market market with a q <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyways that's it in a nutshell and then there's like falconry to start it off with like a bird flies over like your meal <laughs> <laughs> wow that sounds so badass that sounds so cool I, yeah. you know we, there's nothing close to that nothing nearly as badass well for the most part like you just feel sad for the animals like oh, that poor bird <laughs> yeah that's how I felt about literally everyone that worked there we were that the poor, poor animals really stuck, <laughs> stuck in the, stuck. it's the staff yeah okay oh, God. Yeah. so that's that's my impression of like medieval times that's sort of what it is all right, so you, now you can tell. That now, please go on to explain like how uh, your work environment was. Okay, so basically everything that you just mentioned, as far as w- what was similar yeah. to me, just at this point, and so funny, I never knew this, is basically ripped almost directly from medieval times. Really, and then water, <laughs> yeah, and then watered down, watered down to just an, an uncomfortable kind of like mutated version of it. So I'm gonna give a quick prologue. To, go for sorry, it. Sorry to digress yeah. back to how. Like, no, you're fine. I'm gonna try and rock through this prologue. So. Graduate college, don't have a job. You get yeah. wind of a paid acting job, and I'm thinking, okay, fine. It's like it's an old town. I go as a young, like as a young hungry actor. actor like yes. this sounds amazing. This is perfect, yeah. and it'll help me like massage that muscle of like acting and precisely. Okay, so just I'm on board. You, so just to give you an example of uh, how seriously I did take this, I yeah. took every lesson in my acting class as far as showing up to an audition. Yeah. So I showed up. Like power suit and everything, like my nice shirt, my uh-huh. nice pants, my nice shoes. I show up to this place. So here's what I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna try and do my best to describe <clears throat> the restaurant. It's located on the main stretch. The facade of the building is just cheesy as all get out. And <laughs> Does poorly, it look like a castle? No, it's hard to describe. It's like if someone tried to do like it, it was a, it was a tapas bar less uh-huh. than a year earlier. This was a brand new place, <laughs> and it was they they revamped it. So what it is is it's broken up into essentially three major components. You walk in, there's a bar. Yeah. To the left, like you know, kind of like uh, there's some like mid archways or like some kind of holes in the wall. Yeah. I'm doing a bad job of explaining, but there's what's called um, the main hall. In the back, the great hall or the main hall? The, the main, <laughs> the main hall. Okay. In the back, um, there are stairs that lead up towards what is called the dragon's lair, Ooh. which is it's <laughs> called that because it's a smoking bar. And then there's uh, this all kind of become forms a major loop, and it connects this major loop is the upstairs portion, okay. which is the great hall, and okay. that's where the show takes place. Oh shit! Now it should bear mentioning two things: there are uh, the show, the restaurant, and the show. Or two different entities under the same roof. <clears throat> to yeah. explain and give a little bit of history, the restaurant is a medieval themed restaurant, and the show is only on Friday and Saturday nights. Okay. Uh, and there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's, 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 no, that's good. <laughs> way more. So I show up to this place. Um, I read off of the script. God, there's just so much. I'm trying. What to was like, your What was your job? Like, what was your job? Was just to show up and like introduce. Here's like, my job. You're, you're, I show up. I read. Gonna, okay. Right, right. How How big is your monologue well, or like your? So I show up not knowing what to expect. Okay. The owner, who I'll be spending the most of the time talking about this podcast, we'll call him. Uh, we'll call him Tim. I meet Tim. Yeah. He resembles. Uh, you, you watch MythBusters. 
Uh, yeah, yes, I do. You know Jamie, the walrus yes, guy. Yes, I do. Okay, imagine <laughs> Jamie, but 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 imagine somehow less charisma and uh, eyes that are just there, there's nothing behind them. Satan, okay? Satan just eyeballs. Kind of tired, sad eyes. Yeah. T- uh, Tim mm-hmm. is one of the co-owners of the restaurant, as in the full building. Yeah. But and this is where things start to just go really rapidly downhill. He is. Simultaneously, the brain, the sole brainchild of the show, Medieval Madness, okay, which has been around for about at that point seven years. They started at a different location as simply just a weekend gig, and they changed places until eventually, less than a year before, they decided let's open up our own place with a restaurant below it, which so was a top, it was a tapas bar, right? It was a tapas bar. Yeah. When that closed, <clears throat> they bought it out and figured we'll have a place for both a restaurant and the show so it'll it'll all be in one conjoined home and maximize profits and it Um, didn't look like a castle from the outside no it's just i don't know like like you got a kid to finger paint a castle (laughs) (laughs) okay so like faux bricks and shit it's so hard to describe like and there's just so much wrong with it but it was just poorly advertised poorly displayed it was just gaudy and it just so gaudy anywho i meet tim Wait before before we get to Tim. Okay, tell me about like your average like day. Like you clock in. Well, I'm gonna. Pr- I, I kind of have to go through this first to give okay. you an idea because, like yeah, I yeah. said, it, it branches out. Okay. I meet Tim. Tim is the brainchild of the show. He's the guy that created this whole thing. He's the director for the most part. Yes, he if you wanna. runs it. He has done Renaissance Renegades for seven years. He is the one that writes all the scripts for the show. He plays the Duke. And he's the one that picks the menu. Is this guy like a guy that like read like all the dooms, like all like the sci-fi shit? Like is, he oh kind of has his finger on the pulse of like. Oh no, that sounds like you know would require you know an actual good reading level. Oh, <laughs> this guy can't even read. He just dude, a I, fan. I, 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 it's oh, man. I'm I'm. Apologies to anyone listening in advance because I'm going to be trying to recount a lot of stuff in a year, and I'm trying to hit all the meaty parts just so you yeah. can try and get a, a, a good picture of who this person was. Okay. I audition. He gives me a little bit of a script to read. Mm-hmm. I'm there to audition. I read the one. There's two characters that we're auditioning for: the dumb Cockney knight and the kind of highbrow neurotic <clears throat> uh, right hand man to the Duke. Yeah, I read for him. Can you give me a little? Please don't make me. I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> I really. I honest to God, honest to God. Anyone, anyone that's listening, and I'm. Oh, uh, anyone that's listening knows that I just. I. Oh my God. I. I did this. I'll try the and do same it. script. Yeah. For, for a year. For a year. No shit. Every. We oh, didn't. You... We didn't change the script until the last two weeks that I was there before I left for Austin. No. I'm not joking. So I did the same <laughs> script. Just to reiterate here. You got uh, every every two days for a week for a year. I don't. I really don't want to relive it. I can. Here's what I'll do. Just for just for you, I'll yeah. read. I'll describe the following events for the next few minutes as my character. Would, fair. You, like, would you like that? That's fair. Okay, I that's think fair. that's pretty fair. Uh, oh God! Please squirrel. Oh, oh man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me dance, let me, monkey. All right. Let me pick up where kidding. I left off. Is in character. <clears throat> so after I read. <laughs> <laughs> You're already doing so good. Oh my god! So after I read this one page of script for him, keep that in mind. One page. I was hired on the spot, and I'm a little flabbergasted <laughs> because I'm just. I, I'm thinking at this point. I think it's a real gig. Still, I don't. I'm not yet accustomed to how unprofessional it's going to be. Unbeknownst to you, unbeknownst to me, it yeah. is about to be very. It, it, in the following year, it becomes so unprofessional. I, I I will describe to you <laughs> events. I'm gonna drop it in great detail. 
Um, if you drop it, I'm gonna pick it up. That's yeah, go for it. <laughs> By all means, go for it. So I'm I'm gonna try and so like I said, there's a lot to try and absorb, so I'm trying to get through it. And so I apologize if I'm like No, it's Bam. good. It's good, it's good. So Tim I'm real I was really enjoying that, by the way. That was I'm pretty that, that was good. Thank God somebody enjoyed it. <laughs> so I read, I'm essentially hired on the spot, which is very jarring. Yeah. Which should have been my first warning sign. But I was, I was, I was eager. And it were was you hired acting as, work. Were you hired as the, the night or like the, No, the, I was the, hired as, I, I was, there, they had another guy there for the night that I ended up reading for. And then I was hired for the Seneschal role. Okay. That same day, we meet a woman who we'll call, um, no, we'll call her Carla. Okay. <clears throat> Carla plays the duchess in the show okay. now unbeknownst to me at this time and I, as i find out later she and tim were actually a husband and wife in the process of a divorce in the show this is or no, no, in real life this is in real life in the show they are carlin a, in the show they're a charming bickering bumbling man duke and uh, oh, sexistly written woman. I'm busty too. Yeah. They have they have to wear like a. We'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, but like at the time, it was. Anywho, I'm so, hired. I'm hired. I'm hired. You're in. Here's one. Of the, here should have I been my first warning sign. Tim it, introduces me to like the fair, the fair to yeah the rest of the people that are involved in the show, mm-hmm. aka the fair maidens, who are the people that the the, the girls that serve. Okay. During during the show, the yeah. show is broken up like this. There's about a, there's a script written. Uh, the show is broken up between like about ten minutes of the script, fifteen minutes of the script, yeah, and then a, a course of food is brought on. Ooh. And that's how it goes. And then halfway through the show, the maidens sing some like naughty but actually traditional innuendo songs, like with like you know a troubadour and everything. And it's 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 fun. Everyone gets. Like, Can you recollect any of them? No, I will. I will in a bit because okay. um, I'm I'm trying to. So essentially, I get hired. Okay. Now I'm gonna go ahead and just say this much. I was paid $125 per show. Now, this ended up actually being a lot of money. That yeah, that doesn't seem bad. It's well, here's the thing, it's not. In fact, it's uh it's unsettlingly good for what the work was. Now, okay. here's we're going to start getting into um I joined the show. Yeah. Um Oh my gosh, I'm just trying to sorry. Yeah, just, <laughs> you're all right, man. Just remembering the past. <laughs> Hate, okay, has so just, hate is just Bill Graham's Yeah, so <laughs> I start working there in about June of 2015. Yeah. Um, we start working on the new script. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a guy playing the night. We start doing the show. Now, about two months later, oh my God, this is so hard to keep track of. I was offered, at the time I was just working as the actor. I didn't have any other jobs. And for um, the record, I'm not going to cross-examine, like, like. all right, let's see. He said two months. I'm going to go back and check. Yeah, no, no worries. It's just like, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm not going to check your references, so you don't have to be, yep. like, crazy accurate. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we start doing the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just start... Uh, I'm going to try... How do I set the scene? Okay, so, I start working in June of 2015. About two months later, yeah. I took the job working at... Uh, I tried doing another side job as a waiter. Or as a busboy at a restaurant, first time doing it, it didn't peter out. I, the job was let go. Um, I kind of caved. Tim kept saying, "Hey, if you work here, you'll make a lot of money. You'll make a lot of money." I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll work here." Yeah. Um, so I start working downstairs as a server. So here's what you were asking earlier about, like how my usual clock in works. This sure. is essentially what my daily grind or my weekly grind becomes. Okay. Monday through Monday through Thursday, 
I will like they assign me days to work as a server. And yes, I did have to I did have to wear uh the really stupid like this is the medieval stuff. You're gonna wear a puffy white shirt, black pants, and like a rope around your belt. And here's the thing: it wasn't nearly as embarrassing yeah. as you think it would be because I I didn't care. Well, and then also I think kind of everybody's sort of in the spirit of like I don't know. Like, hey, he's got a puffy shirt on. That's awesome. Yeah, it was just oh, the whole. Thing You're was... not grocery shopping in this. Yeah, shirt. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just gaudy and tacky, right? Yeah. Check out how many puffs I've got on Look my at shirt. My puffy shirt. <laughs> my shirt is puffier than thou. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt is stay puffed. That's how puffed it is. So I've I st- stuffed cotton linens in mine <laughs> to make it puffier. So Monday through Thursday, I work as a server. Friday on Saturday nights, I work as an actor. Yeah. Now, shortly after this, I'm going to be rocketing forward because there's just there are so many things that happen. Yeah, that's all right, man. So here's cool. the first. So I'll set the scene by saying this much first. And then I'll get into all the nitty gritty. Okay. <clears throat> so I had a big friend, uh, one of my close friends, still best friends. Uh, his name is Pete. Yeah. Pete uh, was a child was is a friend of mine from high school that I reconnected with after I graduated college. Okay. Pete is also an actor. We get along very well. Nice. They're looking for a role. I say, hey, Pete, come audition. You might get in. We'll maybe we can do a show together. Yeah. We can. It's riff. exciting. It's exciting. He comes in. We read for like a few people. Everyone drops out. It ends up becoming just him and me. We get the roles. Ooh, hey, that's fun. Whenever you got a pal there to like kind of. It is here. Okay. He's also saddled with the job of being the sound guy and getting paid extra for that. <laughs> you got to multitask at this job. No, it was you bad. Can't. No, they, they couldn't hire. They, they wouldn't hire. So, oh, oh, oh they were just frugal about it. They're like, we'll just make the squire, it was the stable boy, so the knight, un- and the king yeah. all in one show. Oh, just, oh, dude, it was so. Un- we'll just un- give him lots of outfits. <laughs> we'll un- just give him more puppy we'll just give him. We'll give him money. <laughs> just, and, I'll get to that later as well. It's the whole idea of just money actually keeping me there when I wanted to leave. They sweeten the deal just enough. So here's... I'm just going to go ahead and rock it right into Tim. Um, For those of you... And I'm also going to give a quick shout-out. I meant to do this earlier. Yeah, shout-out. This shout-out to my friends and... um, Dear co-workers. My co-workers who I'm friends with, Pete, uh, my very close friend and at the time girlfriend Krista <clears throat> this is a shout out to all of y'all we refer to ourselves as the, uh, this is a shout out to the spiteful six oh who have endured so much bullshit at the hands of this man at this restaurant uh, <laughs> that has cost us mental health and at times physical well-being so Jesus eventually so here's how it works i thought i was gonna have to play you out like the grammys like all right man all right get off stage dude get a little get a little heavy for prime time here's the uh, it's getting heavy man so here's Wrap here, it up b <laughs> i'm just kidding what's up b <clears throat> here's the cast okay. tim, tim is a duke tim's a duke uh carla yes. is the duchess they are going through a divorce at this time which we don't know about until about a month or two later when pete and i got an assignment which i'll also touch on yeah at the time uh, there was a Romanian woman working there. We'll call her Taylor. Okay. Um, there was a big rumor going around for a while that she and Tim were actually hooking up on the side. Uh, wow. Dude, there's so <laughs> the scandals. I wish I, I wish I could just, like, I, I'm, I'm really trying here. The real show at, the, at this Renaissance Festival 
situation was the behind the scenes shit. <laughs> That's you, the real yes, show. it is. It, it was. It felt like it did. Honestly, I want to buy a ticket to that shit. I don't want to yeah. fucking see. Oh my god, you would you would you would be there for five minutes and be like, oh my fucking god. No, it'd be like watching a soap opera. I would love it. It was. That's amazing. Zero, I'm sorry. No, but zero exaggeration. It was a soap opera at points. Um, I keep I wanting. At I now. keep wanting to eat dinner. I should let you just set the table. So we can get into the nitty gritty. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, no worries, dude. No worries. It's your podcast, and it's I'm also getting, partially mine. I'm really trying my best here to get right into it's it. It's your time to shine. There's I, so much. So what I'm going to try and do okay. is at this point, I'm going to lay the rest of the groundwork, and then I'm going to hit the big major the big major meaty cuts of okay. things that happened during when I worked in the show to either me, Pete, yeah. or my uh, girlfriend at the time, Krista, or the other maidens, and then things that happened when I worked in the restaurant. Okay. So, eventually, so eventually we start working. Um, I think here's the first thing I'll say about we we last left off where Taylor was essentially um, or potentially hooking up hooking with up Tim with Tim. Yes. yes. Um, she, oh gosh, um, she was kind of like one of the managers of the show. There were a lot of different players, uh, all of whom have gone Heather different stories so i'm going to try and focus on just the stories of the spiteful six okay <clears throat> so let's start with tim tim <laughs> tim who's the king who's the du- duke oh no charge? the duke no who's... never the king oh, who's I'm the sorry. duke you have to make sure it's right mm, pardon my um forward speaking i must digress now and call him the duke <laughs> please don't smite me sir oh dude i don't oh know hey, like... so Here's Graham just pulled out a medieval axe. <laughs> the Duke, I the say. Duke, I say. <laughs> How dare you? No, please, 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 shit talk him. Shit talk him as much as you want. So here we go. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. Here we go. Introducing Tim. Okay. Tim. Tim, writes, Tim is a. Here's all the things that he is. Okay. Um, an ego, an ego, ego maniac of biblical proportions, the which I have the likes. Honestly, I've never seen before or since. He is a rampant misogynist and a sexist. This shows in the way he talks to the women in his life, including his, at the time, soon-to-be ex-wife, and then, <laughs> not too later, his ex-wife, and the women that he would treat as far as the maidens were concerned. And it also shows in his writing yeah. of women in his scripts. <laughs> he is, this was from, uh, I don't know, he, he, I've never seen a person single-handedly lower the morale so bad by simply <laughs> walking shit. in the room. I, I I swear, I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating. The tone You would changes. have to watch. He would, he would, um, the turnover rate at this restaurant slash business was insane. You would not believe. Um, the amount of people that came into the show and left, it's just too much to count. How long the were ma- you there? I was, okay, so I worked at the show from June of 2015. Pretty much, I would say 90% I was there almost every weekend consistently up until, I'm not joking, September 2016, a year and a few months. But specifically, I was set to leave on my road trip to come here to Austin on the 10th of September. Yeah. And I'm not joking, on the night before I left, as in the road trip with my three best friends, I still had one last show because they begged, they essentially begged me because they had no, no one else. Because I, I, at that point, we'd started a new script. And he uh, wanted one guy to play every male role. Oh my god! So I ended up playing for the last two weeks, but at least it was exciting because it was sure. something that it was a new script. It's a new script, so it's oh. Exciting. And speaking of the so it was speaking of the script, the script that he we did ended you up change writing. outfit. Like, did you just change like 
now I'm wearing this hat, but I'm a new fellow. No, like yeah, no. We, now we, I've got a wizard hat. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I did have. Um, I had three. I, I, we made sure that none of the characters, or I guess he made sure that none of the characters ever appeared on the stage at the same time. I played. Now I'm an archer. I don't know. Uh, um, we ended up staying with this script for a year, and it was an ode to Monty Python. Now, when mm. I mean, well, let me explain. When I mean Ode to Money Python, I'm not saying that we lifted stuff. He essentially tried to write a script in the style of Money Python, which ended up just becoming just. He, Was it funny? No. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. Because. The audiences would tell. I mean, we knew because we had to work with it all it the time. It was cheesy to you, no matter what. It was it, it? There were so many problems with it. Yeah, Tim did not understand uh, the, a lot of basic concepts of comedy. Yeah, he pacing was often bizarre, and like every now and then there would be a, a, a joke or stuff that would land. But I would honestly sometimes attribute that more to the the actors like me, Pete, and Krista, who are. And people that act know what to do and are elevating the material that's given to us that's just mediocre to, by default. Yeah, you're taking something that's subpar and at least sanding the rough edges off because you're good at what you yes, do. Yes, correct. Fair. So, um... That's a quintessential like good actor like uh, tim all right this is garbage but i'm gonna make it yeah i'm gonna i don't yeah, know do your best so tim on top of these things is also he's a manipulator and a liar and the first episodes of lying is he would he's very arrogant confident in his writing even though his writing is bad <laughs> essentially when i first met him we he kept name dropping uh ron howard and jonathan glazer and what he kept saying was no i'm dead serious he kept saying is he'd work with ron howard and he's like ron and his producer are going to come see the show and see if we can maybe make a thing out of it yeah. that never happened <laughs> never you want to know why cuz it's a fucking lie cuz it never happened cuz guess what i bet he here's what we think happened we think that he uh like because he, he talks like he talks like he knows these people. Yeah, he says he's a Hollywood screenwriter, but every time a customer would come up to him, and be like, "Oh, you're a Hollywood screenwriter. What have you written?" He could never answer them. Absolutely, he has not. two yeah. published works, which I, I will not name. Okay, um, that we have looked up. So he has written two books. He's got a little street cred, not, but he has, but, you, but not Ron Howard street cred. No, of course not Ron Howard street cred. <laughs> Ron Howard's an accomplished director. Um, Tim is a man who lives out his fantasies through his writing and it's pain it is it became not only painfully obvious it became actually disturbingly worrying yeah what i mean is and this is where i'm gonna try and start getting this is things will start getting darker tom uh tim uh i literally took a note over here and said uh Tim engulfed in his own character, like if his own character swallowed him, basically. Like, because <laughs> ego, like, his ego swallowed him. Yeah, because like he's, you were like he treats these women like so uh, bad, like so poorly. Yes. Um, and um, like he's writing the script too, so like in his day to day life, he's still like, uh, I don't know, like a mon- like treating women as though. He still lived like in the 1600s. <laughs> like, oh, uh, fetch me a beer, wench. Not, not inaccurate. Really? Based, no, like not based raping off. the staff. <laughs> oh, not to the. Oh, well, is that? no, 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 not like, not like that. I mean, like here, I, I will touch here. This is why I didn't. I oh said it, no, that did not happen. However, okay. th- there were there, there were definitely reasons why people did not stay around long. I understood, and I'll hit on that. Like I said, I'm trying to keep it light, but verbally, this does, this does, ver- verbally, 
very abusive. Oh man! At some points, it was actually shocking. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm doing right not, now. Not, not a, not a healthy atmosphere. No, it was on. It was the worst atmosphere I've ever worked in an environment. And I'm not. This isn't just me. This is and not just the spiteful six. Not just me. This is everybody yeah. recognizing how unbelievably toxic the work environment is. From the restaurant portion to uh, the show, it was all badly run. Yeah. Just okay. So here we go. I have a list of things that I'm gonna go ahead and read off. These are things that my uh, my cohorts of the the spiteful six wanted me to talk. They about. wanted you to bring this up. Okay. Okay. So here's the big. Here's one of the big ones. Okay. Uh, paychecks being late slash paychecks bouncing. This was a big. Oh. So now here's the thing. Here's this. This was the big indicator that we thought that they were heavily embezzling because. Checks would bounce sometimes. First red flag. This is not unheard of, by the way. I mean, it, it no, it's it not is, unheard of. But like the first like sign that you should fucking take the money and run. Uh, pardon the pun, but like the first sign that shit's hitting the fan, or like there's some terribleness behind the scenes. Paychecks bouncing. Like yes, and I'm talking. I'm talking stump like. My ex- like the sh- my paycheck from the show, and yeah. then also as a server. When you work as a server, and I'm pretty sure any anyone that works as a server knows this. When you leave the night, you get cashed out, meaning you get cash. You that get that money. Tips. Yeah. Here's what you get Only at uh, restaurants, renegades. You get a check. You get a check, and those checks would bounce. Oh, sometimes for like my. thirty bucks, those checks would bounce, or checks would sometimes. And here's the thing: we no one was. We were never offered contracts as actors. We were never oh. offered. We were never offered certain paperwork. That is like necessary. Now I'm not gonna go ahead and say what paperwork, just because a I don't remember and b I don't want to get anything wrong here. But yeah. the, for sure, it's like there were just certain things that financially always felt very off. Sure. Um. So yes. Um. Sometimes it would take. So here's the thing: we were told your paycheck you get it for the show, you get a paycheck per month. Yeah. It's gonna come about two weeks into the month for the previous month. But sometimes that would fluctuate. That would sometimes come in around that time, or it could take weeks. Wow, and it was ridiculous. We would just be like, we would show up, and sometimes it got so as the year went by, yeah, it would get to the point where the people that were supposed to be giving our paychecks would, honest to God, they would avoid talking to us when we asked by text because we had the numbers. No um, shit. And I don't. There's one person Which, in particular that did it. I don't blame her because it was just, I mean, bad work environment. But it was bad when you just you, you were supposed to be getting paid, and you're like, when can you give me a day? And like, oh, maybe this and this. Like, th- this is money. We have to get paid. Yeah, we, was there like, any? You know, Krista, Krista had bills to pay. Peter and I lived at home, so we didn't have bills. But like, you can't hold that over our head. Some like people sometimes need that money. Who's Krista? She was my girlfriend at the time. I gotcha. Okay. Um, still very close. She, we have some stuff that we're gonna get into her. Her, okay. she left, and, and her relationship with that place ended very ugly. Did so, you? Did you? Uh, were you like? You should also come, like, you got yes. your, you your pal a P- job. Um, yes, okay, here's what. So Pete, paying well at Pete this and time. I, yeah, Pete and I were part of the show for a while. And you lasso her into it, like, Well, I on. said, yeah, because she needed some money. And sure. I said, look, I mean, it's going to be kind of, uh, you I mean, didn't, it, it, it'll be, it's it's going to not be fun, because at this point I was starting to get an idea yeah, of where, who the kind of guy Tim was and the environment. But I said, look, before you, that, you can show up, you'll get paid some good money. Yeah. I almost said, it's essentially guaranteed you'll get the part. Okay, so you because they, they before, just they bef- picked anyone that they needed people, and they would just sometimes pick people that would just show because like the, the Bef- turnover rate was nuts. Right before the paycheck started bouncing and like uh, the <laughs> the crazy like uh, um, poor work environment started to happen, you were like, "Come on, come on board." Or well, yeah, wh- because I said, "Look, you'll be you'll you'll be with me. You'll be with Pete." And uh, this t- we were all starting to form a very Pete's girlfriend and her okay. and I 
we ended up becoming like really, really close. So this is we were just, emerging. We said, look, it'll be fun. We'll all be together. We'll do a show. Okay. And like, yeah, I mean, it's it. There's definitely some weird kind of red flags, but at the time, they weren't nearly as egregious as they became. Yeah, yeah. So, you, it was it was mild. You're like, eh, it might be a little weird, but at this point, before she came on, you're like, it's not terrible, and it pays well. Yes. Right. Okay. So and then later I, on, you find out like, holy shit. As we kept going, about six months, and we started realizing we 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 were fully realized that it was just we had gotten ourselves into something right completely different okay um let's see what else that's all i was just trying to get my okay so here's some stuff that krista wanted to mention this is some stuff that i personally everyone know everyone knew and everyone what what was her job specifically she ended up okay so that one woman i mentioned taylor Mm -hmm. the romanian woman she was written into the show at one point as a romanian princess okay now who's the alleged like she comes Mistress. on, just yeah. She comes on in in the middle of the show, and okay. it's basically like there's a few characters. There's you know there's a fry character who doesn't speak. There's this Romanian woman. She comes on, and it's just like it becomes this kind of convoluted okay. uh, plot. It does. It's not relevant. But here's what is relevant. Okay, the Sorry. fact that Taylor was Romanian. The role was written for her. She's not an actress. <laughs> she was very sweet. Okay, but she was not an actress. Okay, it was very clear, and this became evident that. Tim wrote her into the show because they he was very clearly infatuated with her on a very unhealthy level. This became even more apparent shortly before she was fired when he started doing rewrites uh, about a few months into the script and like saying stuff. I'm not joking here. Like, okay, so before the show begins, he gets on stage and he gives a stand-up routine. For about twenty minutes. No shit. For about twenty minutes. He's got twenty minute bits. It was. Is it good? Oh my <laughs> god! But here's what happened. He started writing in bits with Taylor, <laughs> oh where no. she would come on, and it got really, really, really creepy. Do you remember any of the bits? Yeah, like they would talk about, you know, there there would be mentions of the two of them exchanging emails and like, so you know about oh the whips and the whipped cream, and it became. Extremely <laughs> gross and weird. This is stuff. Remember, he writes all of this. Okay, and it was uh, yeah. this is shortly before she was fired. Now, you Krista came on. Okay, to take her place. Um, so she was the Romanian princess. Krista, which is uh, your girlfriend at the time. She, yes. Now, oh, the majority no. of this. Now, here's why you know it was creepy. Yeah. Because when she, when Taylor was fired, all that stuff with her in the beginning about like. You know the emails being exchanged and all that stuff. That all was nixed. Well, what it emails? was nixed from the script. Why? Because it was specific. Because Tom, so what, what er, emails being exchanged? It's it's it was part of the show. Okay. It was part of the script, but essentially, Tim kept doing rewrites, um, to his own script where he would keep adding her into more scenes. Taylor, this Romanian woman. Okay. Because clearly there was a rumors that there was stuff going on. In, you know, in real life, and B, because he has um, a disturbing, uh, a, he's predatory to younger women. Okay. Uh, which I'll get into in a bit. So, dude, this Taylor is, is, no, it's, this I'm, is I'm getting spicy. heavy. I'm getting heavy. Taylor is fired. Now, how do, this is how you know, at least to me, this is how I perceive it. This is definitely how you know that that stuff in the script was definitely meant as like a, oh, we're like doing this in real life, and I want to. For whatever reason, I want to bleed this into the, into the script for audiences, which is fucking creepy and weird. Because the moment when she was fired, all that stuff from the script was gone. It was nixed when Krista came on board. Yeah. Right? So here's where things start getting weird. 
Um, Wait, hold on a second. So just so I can kind of like get my bearings of uh, like what's going on. Um, if I'm a ticket holder, and I'm just trying to just get this out like real fast. Yeah, go for it. Um, just because I'm trying to like relate like where we're at in the show and like if there's dinner or anything. So if I'm a ticket holder, um, I come in. Uh, there's you meet in the great hall, and then like there's there's like, uh, I guess like you buy okay like, a so gift yeah. shop. you come in right okay everyone gets in if you buy tickets to the show you yeah. get one compliment oh my god I one. can't believe I have to go over this I, I said <laughs> I'm this. sorry I, no 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 you're fine <laughs> it's that I I'm just you're I, back I, in had the to, I had to do, do this for a year part of my role is okay. I greet people in the bar because if they buy tickets to the show you get a complimentary beverage Fair. it's a choice of either two options which I don't fucking want to get into but. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, we're drinking beer, by the way. Six, yeah, oh, you know, Reverend. Shout out. This is definitely not sponsored by uh, Shinerbach. Um, <laughs> anywho. Mine is not sponsored by Hops and Grain. <laughs> People come in. They get a drink. They go sit down. The drink system of how they get their free drink is kind of weird and complicated. Shout out to Hops and Grain, by the way. Yeah, shout out, shout out to beer. <laughs> shout out to beer that's not recommended by Tim. Favorite who, Austin Brewery. Oh, my God. Um, essentially, they show up. And then what happens is after everyone comes in, after about, like, and, you know, the show never starts on time. It always starts about 30 minutes after it says it's supposed to start on paper. Are they trying to get everybody, like, let's fill the seats? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just bad. It's just, it's just not run well. Okay. Tim, <laughs> Tim gets on the stage, gives his opening monologue, opening skit. This is the 20-minute, like, stand-up bit. Yes, okay. 20 minutes. He gets on stage, does his bit. Got it. He's done. First sketch. First sketch Food. Is- What's the first sketches? Well, like, it's just, like, I, I don't want to feel going into it, but essentially we divide. He has a full script. It's about an hour long to read, but it's divided up. Good into, lord! So here's how it's divided up. It's about a two and a half hour show. Okay. Are you eating? Are you sitting down? Like, what is the? Uh, everyone's sitting down in a hall, and then the this. It, it's not. It's cl- the stage is clearly not meant to be like a real stage. It's a tiny. The hall is rectangular shaped. Okay. At the very end of the hall. Uh, in like the, you know the smaller side of the rectangle, not not the, the elongated half, is like this tiny little stage. Okay, where two thrones sit, and that's where all the action takes place. Okay, the, and there's a tiny little place behind it where we kept the costume, the props, uh, and then where we would do sound, which inexplicably was done using CDs, which was dumb because oh. sound would fuck up constantly. <laughs> which was of course, which was of course always a person's fault, but never Tim's. Of course not. Never. Even though the fact that just never the, the Duchess' fault. Oh, oh no! It was always, I'll have your oh, head. Oh, you know, it, it was definitely the, the the Duchess's fault, of course. Oh yeah, no, in real life, it was okay, it so, was fucking Tim's fault. So basically, it's it's dinner and it's, a play. It's, yeah, right. It's play. It's divided up between. Here's, 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 he, yeah, here's like, here's ten minutes of the play. Food, play, food. Maidens get up. They sing some songs and then play food and then it ends. Okay. Now, yeah, it's dinner and a show. There's basically. audience. Yes. Now there's audience it. participation. Okay. There is, um, which I'll get into. Okay. Um, so in audience participation, right? Um, it's always two guys, two girls. The two guys always, uh, always the way that they're written, because Tim writes the scripts. That's right. Uh, and we interact with the audience. That's right. The way that the guys do it, they always have something to say. The women always, the two women participants always compliment the Duke, uh, especially his ass. Oh. You're like, oh no, just you got a good bum, and it's just like it's so clearly, just so Tim can feel. Better about himself. Did he have a terrible bum? It, I don't fuck. I, 
<laughs> Let me tell you something. You can speak. I, I can freely. appreciate. I can appreciate a good booty. Yeah. A good bum. A good. A good rump. A good uh, dumper, if you will. Uh, Tim doesn't have it. I got one. He doesn't. So I'm sorry. So I'm gonna try. Okay, cool. I just needed. I just needed to know where I was sitting in the store. I'm trying. I'm sitting in the. You're sitting in the great hall. There's like rows okay. of table. It's just and I'm getting meal in between skits. Yeah, and, and sometimes the, the food is. I mean, it's just it's very mediocre food. Is it's, it themed like dragon toes and? Yeah, I, no, I, nothing, I nothing that creatively. It's meant to be like Cornish kind of, game hen. It's supposed to be kind of representative, of like this meal that a particular person ate at a time in history. Okay. That being said, it's all. I mean, like these are the, squashes and gods. It's like you know chicken skewers and fucking rice with blueberries. And, yeah. You know. Oh, how okay. appetizing! Here's the point, though. Here's <laughs> this the, used to be a tapas bar. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll get to, okay. Okay, so, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting you off the rails. It's fine. It's I just fine. needed to know where I was sitting. We're cool. I'm uh, now. I kind of know where I'm at. <laughs> Go on. No Go worries, on. I'm mate. Sorry. No worries. Okay, so. Um. There would be Tom, uh, Tim would. Oh gosh, God, where do I freaking start? Man? Lay I'm into him, man. I'm trying. Just hit the bullet points. Okay, like you fucking would, fuck it. Here's the bullet points. Fuck it all. Yeah, Bl- I'm gonna just quote my friends here at this point. D- blatant, yeah. blatant male favoritism and harassment of the women workers. There, he was we had sexist. A, we had a, we, no. Beyond sexist. egregiously misogynistic. Oh my god! To the point where, like I said, I could not believe we. I uh, just. It, he would hiss and like we had a show. No, there was a woman, really there was there was a woman who wasn't her name was uh, we'll, we'll call her we'll call her Kelly. Kelly used to work there, sweetheart. But she was thrown into an executive. And this is another thing. Here's why she got in this executive position, and here's why she didn't know what she was doing. Tim has a tendency to hire attractive women and put them in roles that they don't have any experience in. Why? Because that means they'll be closer to him and spend more time with him. This is not an exaggeration. This is not. This is not a lie. This is what he would do. He did this once with an eighteen. Oh. He did this once with an eighteen-year-old girl. Whoa! She quit. How old is Tim? Like fucking close to fifty. Oh, <laughs> like, no! Like I said, predatory. He bought her. Whoa! Anywho, so Kelly, I'm laughing just, because I don't know how to no, react to that. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> trust me, we we were. It's not so, a silly situation. It's, no, that's... it's really not. It's really not. So Kelly, this great girl. Um, is put into essentially an executive position during the show that she has no experience in. Why? Because it's just a way, because she was attractive. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Anywho, so she doesn't exactly know how to do all this, but no one's giving her, because we don't have a way to do stuff. Sound has been, like the way we did sound was changed so many different times, and she didn't know what to do. We were using CDs. It was a really dumb system. Yeah. A really dumb way to do it. Has a bad, like the wrong CD ever been put in? Oh, yeah. We had sound fuck ups (laughs) all the time. And, okay, so uh, Tim. How much is a ticket to this fucking horse shit? Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Sixty. And that doesn't dollars. Co- that doesn't cover booze, right? Oh no, that covers let's see, one that drink. Can, that covers your complimentary beverage in the beginning uh-huh. and the show with a free family style dinner meal. That being said, um, let me just uh, repeat this. Berries and uh, Sixty dollars uh, for anyone that knows basic math. <laughs> do you know what that is? That's more than fifty dollars. That's more than half a hundred dollars for that. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> one time he was giving his monologue. Um, and what he does is there was a some kind of screw up, so he kind of sauntered from the front of the stage all the way back to like so the great hall, yeah. and there's an opening to the bar area where Kelly works, and she's the bar she's the bar wench. Um, he comes in. Keep in mind, this is still within view of the audience. They're right there. It's it's like a six. It's like the great hall, and then a little opening like in the back doorway. Yeah. 
and then the bar. So it's not like it's far away. He saunters back, and there's some kind of mistake happening. And he and we heard this from behind the bar, which is where we would stay in this tiny little area behind the bar. He turned around and like hissed, yelled at Kelly, what? like this. And we didn't hear what he said. And that I think I remember very clearly that night she came back and says, um, "I'm leaving," and she quit. Good, good honor. She, this like, was, that's good. She, she she had put in her two weeks notice. Yeah, and she's just like, "Nope, I'm done." And she, she halfway through the show, she's like, "I'm so sorry, but I'm not doing this anymore." And she just walked out. And we were like, "Fine, we have no." I'm like, good. Hey. It was ex- verbally abusive to so many, so many. Hats off, Kelly. Of the, nice uh, work, girl. Well, yeah, we'll get in. Get we'll the keep fuck going. out of there. Um, so here we go. Um, yeah, so mentioning the fact that he wrote stuff into the show, so women in the audience had to essentially act moronic and compliment his ass. Yeah. Oh, you um, have such a fine-looking ex- dinner roll for a rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme narcissism. As in, he would, we would be reading his own scripts, like when we had to table read them and stuff, and he would be like, this is so, he'd be like, this is fucking funny. This is funny, isn't it? And in my head, I'm like, I can't, like, dude, no one says this. Yeah, so, I'm narcissism. Gonna, lies in, told. Per- to- I'll do an impersonation of Tim writing. Okay. It's here, and then I'm putting. What can I call my boss? Got two dinner rolls. <laughs> two dinner rolls, and then I'll make the lady say it. Oh god! Wow! Whoa! Yes. Whoa! It was like it was like you're 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 putting too much emotion beyond the voice. It's more like it's more like. Okay, yeah. How can I do this here? Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Good job. This is the, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. This is the worst <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, this is gold. Good job, Tim. This, this is the shit that makes me pat old. myself on the back. <laughs> okay, so let's see what else we can do. Let's see what else we got in this list. Yeah, please. Lies told to customers and staff, like I mentioned before, that he was a big Hollywood screenwriter, but he could never name anything for anyone that ever asked, like you know, post show or like during a break. Yeah. Um, well, Ron lies Howard told likes. me, oh my, oh, Ron dude, where, was, where was Ron Howard? <laughs> Ron I was so <laughs> excited to see Ron Howard. <laughs> he liked when I called my bum two cherry tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> when, when when Ronnie said it, it just <laughs> it, made, yeah. it sounded so much nicer when Ronnie said. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, Ron Howd, as I like to, as we call each other. I don't know. Okay, so let's see. No, I'm on a different level. Yeah. Uh, um, he would also have a tendency to drink before shows. Mm. I never saw, it, but it was very apparent in the way that you know he would. What he slur? He would slur. He would. Oh my gosh! I oh, have- I forgot the big one. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Don't this is a man. The big one. I'm sorry. This is a man. This like is a man. A, this, like this was the biggest thing that I. The first time I noticed it, I was left in such a state of shock of just as as a professional as as someone that thinks of themselves as a professional actor. Yeah. When we're on stage, and keep in mind, he writes these scripts. Sure. And no one else writes them. Right. They're a hundred percent his dialogue. Everything is pouring out of his head. Okay. He he often cannot remember his own lines. And I'll never forget oh, when shit. I first saw this. I like we happen- were we were on stage mm-hmm. doing our lines, and uh, I happen to look over to him, and <laughs> Krista is giving a little. She's she's on stage and she's giving a speech, or she's talking her dialogue. Yeah. I look over, having a glance over at Tim. He is. Um, I can't. I, I was shocked. I was floored. <laughs> he is silently, and I noticed. And from this point on, he was doing it for literally every time we were on stage. He silently, when it's not his turn to speak, he silently mouths the words to himself, like other people's words. Every other like, word. so he's he's speaking for like no, like he's remembering where to come in, like uh, you. He, he'll say his lines, uh-huh. and then. As someone else is talking, he'll stand there, uh, and he'll kind of like 
He'll, you can you can clear no because if you know the script, you know that he's you know he's silently mouthing. So give me a line, dialogue. give me a line, and then another like. Well, it's hard to describe, but it's just like basically. Come here, boy, and the boy's like, uh, I will not come here. And while he's saying like, I will not come here, he's he's mouthing like, it is my royal duty to summon you. No, but no, no, he's, no, no, he's no. mouthing, it's my royal duty. He's mouthing not his next phrase. Everyone else's. Oh, so he's so no. He's, he's saying the what the says, squire's I, saying. Like yes, it's not my duty to come to you. And he's he's saying he's mouthing yes silently, while they're talking silently. And it's not. Here's the thing. Oh, that's it was, terrible. <laughs> because he either can't remember or he's afraid. Here's the thing. He's so it's bizarre. He's bizarrely. He's still reading the script yes, that he wrote beca- the night before because he doesn't because he's. It's like Cujo thinks, from Stephen King. Like he just doesn't even. <laughs> I have never looked. He's so confident. He's so confident in his writing and his abilities, and yet he is so blatantly incompetent in almost everything that he has done. So let's okay. So moving on to more stuff. Sorry, there's just, no. That's okay, man. Oh, what, Get, what I'm doing getting is, to the bullet points. You know the Stephen King thing, like where he's, he was like, "I was so blacked out, drunk, I don't even remember writing it." Stephen King. Yes. Had like a oh, with yeah. Okay, alcoholism. so. Pete, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's me just reaching around and patting my own self on the back. A little pat. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, a Cujo him, joke. I like it. I can appreciate a good, <laughs> a good Stephen King zinger. Now I'm the narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is stuff specific to Pete. Right? Oh yeah, this is, yeah. This stuff. Times he was he got promoted without being told, meaning he would show up to shows within hours that he's supposed to go on stage and be like, "Here, you're doing this job now." Yeah. You're and he'd be like, I don't know what to do now. Like, you want me to be on sound? I've never done the sound cues. Yeah. And he would have to. So there was that. Um, not giving us a chance to essentially learn blocking, which, by the way, the blocking was almost non-existent. You What's would, blocking? I don't know what blocking is. Blocking is when you're acting, when you're doing a play, after you learn the dialogue. Essentially, when you go to put the state, when you go to put it on stage, blocking is the movement. Oh, okay. That you do on stage. I got gotcha. you. Learn it. You figure it out. That's called blocking. Yeah. So there is no blocking at all. Essentially, like either. you're supposed to grab your chin whenever you like. No, no, gaze no, no. Like, well, the... blocking is like you move here. Like, oh, you move oh. here during this line, and you figure that out. There's essentially uh, in in this show, you stand on the stage and just face forward. Yeah. And you essentially stand in the same place at all times, no matter what. Okay. Um. So the, the blocking is essentially non-existent. So that's a. So that's C or D or whatever the whatever number slash letter based system we're on now. What else? Um, um, <laughs> I forget the name. <laughs> not, not hiring understudies, which would be massively frustrating for both Pete and I. Yeah, we had other obligations, and they just couldn't be. They, they couldn't be fucked to find somebody else. Sure. And I'm like, you know that this is not my obligation. This is not my only obligation. Just because I'm here all the time, if I want to go do something, you, what are you doing? Just put out a notice. You could probably find people. So there's yeah. that. Um. Uh, the big, and of course, the big one that keeps popping up is his perennial failure to pay co to pay staff and to pay uh, coworkers. That should was be a, number one. Like that should honestly, like I mean, if it you was were, people, there were multiple times when, like, any, in both the restaurant and the show when people said like we're, we will go to we will go to the Department of Labor and report this because I, I'm getting checks out of bounce. I would get yeah. checks that bounce so much. So I came in once, my check bounced, and it. My it, my check bounced. Uh-huh. My bank was like, "Oh, uh, you have to. Um, oh, we uh, you tried ch- cashing this check, but it didn't go through. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is uh, you're gonna try and do some. We we're uh, we're hitting up those overdraft fees. I got charged more because it tried 
I'm oh to... shit! Yeah, like so, they, like double bounced or it something. Double bounced like it... to the point where like my bank, because with, without realizing it, went to go take overdraft fees and dipped into my savings. Fuck. So I showed up and was like, "Uh, hey, how you doing?" Was there any restitution from like this king? <laughs> I'm sorry, this duchess, Duke. Duke? I don't fucking give what a shit. Uh, <laughs> short, <laughs> short, <laughs> short answer. Short answer. No. No. Not very. No shit. You have to. Here's what you have to understand. What were you You're like? Working. Hey, it got a fucking double bounce. Like, what no, are you gonna okay, do no, to no, fix well, this? Okay, no, he did fix that. Like, I mean, that stuff would happen. But there were certain people. Like, I, I was very cordial, even though there were times when I very definitely did not want to be because I was like, I have, to, I have no other options. Yeah. The pay is too good, which I ended up resenting because. I couldn't do anything artistically because I knew it wouldn't pay as much. This sure. especially became even worse when I knew that I was going to Austin and I was like, I have to save up. Yeah. Because I, and nothing will pay me better than this. Now, here's what you have to understand you're dealing with a, a comp- you're dealing with a situation where there are so many different variables, so many different people that have come in and out, so many different characters that have walked, into, walked in and out to that door that I, can, I honestly can't count them like on both hands and both feet. Yeah. So many. But, the place was in such a almost a permanent state of just uh, just uh, uh, unprofessionalism that it was almost just like it, it was so easy to let this stuff just go by yeah. because there's no one there to monitor it. Well, it sounds like this guy was paying you like just enough not to quit. Like everybody seems to be just on the cusp of it, with the exception of Kelly when he's like hiss yelling at her. Like it gets worse. Uh, Krista got. Oh my god. You know what? I'll just go ahead and you know what? We'll we'll, we'll get back to my stuff. But I'm gonna go ahead and try and get my stuff. Out. So yeah, Krista, bla- blast through it, man. Get- Krista had some bad very, uh, on stage. Okay, so another big thing that's unprofessional about Tim on stage. If there was a thing that was a problem, he would like mouth or tell you to like fix on stage i'm like dude if you've ever been a fucking actor you know to wait until after a show <laughs> yeah and then tell me don't ever tell me on stage in front of people that's dumb yeah like, i'll figure it out yeah they'll figure she it out. moved apparently she was not she, she needed to be further up and he moved her by taking his hand and placing it on her ass and pushing her forward oh no now whether or not he meant to do that intentionally or not but i'm gonna be you know what i'm gonna be 100 fucking honest at this point I, there's not a doubt in my mind that it was n- not it's, meant to be yeah. unintentional. Yeah, it was you, totally. You know this guy planned. enough that he was—he's a fucking yes. snake. Like now he got jammed snake. out for it. We ended up uh, um, the big, the three of us, uh, Krista, Pete, and I. We ended up actually becoming relatively close to um, Carla, the Duchess. She would rat him out, or not rat him out, but she would essentially rap on him when like no one else would. Carla's the original wife, but, right? Yeah. She's okay. Not- so oh, God, there's just so. You people don't understand. There's so much to talk about. I'm trying to get through. Here's what we'll do. That's okay, I'll, I'll man. Get th- I'm going to get through Krista's stuff, and then I'm going to get to like my big main ones for me. Yeah, Krista quit. She had too much. She had t- had too much stress, and it was she just couldn't handle him. Uh-huh. Which I mean, to be fair, nobody could. And it was just uh, she wanted to do it, and that was good. So she left. In like a month and a half went by, I think, without her getting her final paycheck. Yeah. And she kept emailing them, being like, hey, uh, when am I going to get my paycheck? When am I going to get my paycheck? Eventually, at one point, she just eventually ended up saying, hey, look, in two weeks on this day, on Friday, I'm coming to pick up my paycheck. Let me know if that's if you don't want to change it. But if I don't hear from you, yeah. then I'm coming to pick up my paycheck. A week goes by. She emails them back. Hey, just a reminder, I haven't heard anything from you. I'm coming Friday to pick up my paycheck unless you say otherwise. And this, she did like send them one more warning. And on Friday, she showed up. Now, Pete and I are still in the show. She is not. She waits up in the Dragon's Lair, which is what happens after the show. They come out, go to the Dragon's Lair. And Dragon's have, like, Lair, which is like a smoking lounge. Just smoking, smoking bar that's are like right cigars, around the corner. Or is it just like... 
No, it's just if you have a cig- if you if you have cigarettes, you come in there and find gotcha. smoke. Um, I was putting stuff away. Uh, I come out to the dragon's lair, and I'm catching the tail end of a con- not even a conversation. Essentially, when I found out, not too later, it was a shouting match. And uh, I opened the door. And of the real, like, husband and wife. No, is... between my girlfriend, Krista, and oh. him. Publicly. Oh, oh, oh. I'm publicly. Sorry. I get the and names mixed And up. she, essentially, what I found out, and she stormed out. And I had to chase her down the stairs, around the corner, out the back door, and into the alley, because she was so mad. I couldn't calm her down. Fuck. She was fucking. No, she was, I mean, she was, de- she was, and she was, she was in tears. She was devastated. She was, I mean, never. What seen in- some, I've never seen someone affected that harshly just by another human being. Essentially, what I found out was she sh- she showed up, she waited, they came out, she was like, here for my paycheck, like, it's not ready. She's like, I've emailed you countless times. Yeah. I have asked you for this when I wanted to, I, want, I wanted a performance contract, you never gave me one. I have asked for this, it's never happened. Your behavior, your you're the way you treat the women, the way you treat me, the way you treat others, your coworkers, your staff is abominable. And sh- uh, Tim essentially said to her, with that attitude, you'll never work in Hollywood. Oh, shit. And she was, oh, my God. So that's that, that, that was how that ended. She ended up just getting into a shouting match uh, with, with uh, and what Carla an, and Tim. Yeah. What a fucking awkward place to be. Like, from like a boyfriend perspective, like all right, my I didn't. Yeah, no, it was it's bad. hard. To, it's like it was you know, bad. Like I didn't know what to. Do, I, do mean, I step in and potentially lose my job to let them do their thing? And, yeah, do, like do without I getting stand- too. Yeah, without getting too much into that. I mean, it was just like I mean, I. It's I, a crazy I, mix of emotions. Well, it was. It was very. And so that was that was Chris's side of the story. Here's here's some things from my side Please. of the story. Yeah. So early on, before give me, give me some good juicy stories, dude. I got some juicy ones for you. Yeah, <laughs> Here's a, here's the, here's the big famous one. Pete and I. Pete and I. Uh, this is really early on. Uh-huh. Right? This is back in like I think the over, good old days, October November. Get a text from Carla. Hey, do you and Pete want to make a hundred dollars each? And you just gonna be uh, you'll come to our place and we're moving some stuff out. Yeah. Do you want? We just need some extra hands for moving. Come to I text our Pete. I'm like, hey, you want to make an easy hundred bucks? He's like, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. This is their personal house, right? Like, this is their personal okay. house. We show up. Here's our first thing. Carla opens the door. Tom's not there. Uh, Tim's not there. Oh, oh. shit! Yeah. Um, uh, pause. <laughs> Real quick. Suspense builds. Suspense builds. Um, you boys look sweaty. Oh no 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 no! Don't I'm not going there. <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> Carla was. Uh, uh, she had her flaws, but on the whole, it was just mainly because she was under the thumb of such an oppressive patriarch of a person yeah she became um, so she's like we're waiting for Tom, we're waiting for tim and we're like uh okay we come in we're just waiting around it's kind of like this house not too far in old town it's kind of a cool little apartment we start realizing um relatively quickly once tim shows up that we're actually moving him out of both of their what used to be their home no <laughs> surprise this is when we found out that they were like divorced or in the process of a very nasty long year divorce. Now we didn't know this. Uh, oh, like shit. they weren't like yelling at each other the whole time, but it became very apparent that we were moving like him out of what was clearly you were moving their a- uh, used to be their their apartment. Yeah, you were moving a broken home essentially. Oh my god, <laughs> this story gets fucking deep, you guys. So here's what happens, right? Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Tim Brex, Tim gets his truck. It's awkward. 
but yeah. whatever. We're making money. We're moving. We're moving shit. This is and this is also before we were so jaded that you know. Are you guys like getting in the cab? Like awkward. Whoa. No, no, not in the cab. Like I drove. I drove there. But like you know, so no, I mean like getting in the cab of the truck and. No, well, here I'll explain. Interior of the truck. No, no like, I'll explain. I'll, we got a cab. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. So like, he brings the, the, the pickup truck. He's like, "Here's what we'll do. We got some stuff. Like, we have all this stuff back in the pickup truck. We'll drop this thing off at the restaurant, and then we'll drive to this new place. AKA, this is where Tim was living now that he had been that he moved out. Yeah, and we'll drop the rest of it off. And we're like, cool. So we pack up all the stuff. I get in my car. I follow him. Drop things off at the restaurant. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> We drive not too far to a much smaller apartment complex system. We're talking really, really small. Yeah. We start unloading things. Um, and it's like, where is everything going to go? And it's all going to go downstairs. Um, so here's how it works, right? Tiny little apartment. We start going downstairs to unload. There are, it's no windows. But, and that's not, that's, that's not creepy. That's fine. It's a tiny little place. It, th- that wasn't the issue. Here's what it's like. You go downstairs. There's a bookshelf, a desk, and two doors. That's yeah. it. That's all there is. And so, like, we're trying to make small talk and weird banter. And, you know, like, t- uh, Tim keeps <laughs> he, he keeps mentioning his wife. And then he'd be like, oh, ex-wife, ex-wife. And we were just, like, in our heads, like, okay, okay, yeah, dude. Yeah. So we're yeah. taking all this stuff downstairs. And I start realizing as we, because there's multiple trips, I start realizing that there's a sound coming from somewhere. And I can't ping, uh, in the first trip down, I can't picture, I can't pin it down yeah i started realizing it sounds like there's like a radio or like something going but i'm like his laptop's closed and electricity is cut off <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 the door's locking behind us and <gasps> what's that <No. laughs> and um there's two doors and eventually i start realizing that the sound is coming from behind one of these doors now to give you an idea this looks like a door like you know you have a linen closet you know you show up to any apartment you can kind of tell the difference just based on how apartments and houses are supposed to kind of be laid out. Yeah. You can tell the difference between a door that leads to a room yeah. and the door that leads to like a, like a tiny little closet or like a linen closet. You, sure. you, can, you can look at it and be like, that clearly won't go anywhere. You open it up, there's like some shelving units, yeah, there's a, right? Yeah, there's a coat in there. Or like, yeah, because, you know, the door is either just based off of the layout or yeah. the size of the door. In this case, both. In this case, the door is kind of small. And so we start realizing that the sound's coming from behind the door. And then, like, our final trip down, we hear a woman go, like, <coughs> from behind the door. Oh. And I look to Pete, and I mouth, like, Taylor, the Romanian woman. Yeah. Because the big rumor was, like, they were living together. Yeah. They were doing stuff. So he was like, I guess so. I'm like, whatever. You know what? You know what? We knew that. No biggies. Whatever. The whatever. Cough, whatever. cough is coming from a linen closet? Well, no. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It was weird because, it, like, I, I'm assuming it probably wasn't. Okay. There, yeah. was, there was like what sounded like a radio or something. So yeah. we go upstairs. Tim's like, here, I'll be right back. I'm going to get you guys the money. Here's some water in the kitchen. So we're like, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. This is so weird. We're standing. It's a tiny little place, right? Yeah. We got our water. We're drinking our water. We're standing like the kind of the dining room area. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a woman, not Taylor, comes walking up the stairs. Oh. Clearly looks like she had like probably just showered, right? Yeah. Gorgeous, very young, like tight short shorts, tight top. She comes up the stairs, I think, you know, like 29, 30 years old maybe, and she sees us with an expression that I can only describe as the look of someone that did not expect to see anybody else there at that time. Yeah. And we're just slot, and we're just, it's like a Mexican standoff. We're just all standing there. We have our waters. This woman's right there, and she's like, hi. And we're like, 
uh, hi. <laughs> Tim comes down the stairs from the upstairs bed and goes, oh, that's Avalon. She's my roommate. Avalon goes upstairs. We get our money. We're like, hey, thanks. He goes, like, cool. He actually, we leave. Does he pay you guys in a check or cash? No, no, no. He paid us, he paid us in cash. Better fucking pay me he in pay, cash. <laughs> here, here's a, here's a check. <laughs> like, no, I'm not leaving until I get fucking cash. We walk back out to the car. We get in my car, and I just looked at Pete, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> For real? Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. So that was that was our big one. Next week, Avalon's on the show. <laughs> uh, other Okay, other big things. Um, other things that... Tim did uh, for me on a personal level. Yeah. Right? Okay. So one time, here's how the show works. The food is brought up right for every meal. It's brought up. It's brought up on like plates on a giant like on a giant serving tray. Yes, yeah, a big like metal fridge frisbee. The there's stairs in the hall grate. How they'll go down to the kitchen. The kitchen and the maidens bring up the food. It's sat down on uh kind of on tray pallets on okay. the side. Right. Yeah. Little like tray. St- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is food that's fresh from the kitchen. Put onto a plate. Brought up and put to the side. They sit there so the maidens can bring the individual plates off of like the big serving, like the big, you know. Like yeah, it's like a big, dish. it's like a chafing dish where yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a big like buffet then, style. Yeah, and then they situation. have like the smaller plates with the, which they'll hand out to the tables. Yeah. So then, then from there they take those plates and put them actually onto the tables where the customers are sitting. Right. This is important. Now, okay. what happens is at the end of the night, food that does not end up getting used, say we're short. I or love people, this. Or, or people walk out. Which we had, uh, I'll get to that. I'll also get to that. That food gets thrown away. Um, about close to the end of like uh, when we were working there, towards the latter half of yeah. my of our working. This is I think after definitely after Krista left. Uh, we start the maidens. We were all really close friends now because we hang out after work, and you know we're all just all we do is just bitch and moan. I think if you work in like a shitty work environment, like that creates like a bigger bond. Like no, it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, does. like oh, you, completely. You have like this special relationship with. Hey, like, <laughs> that's I told them though. That's like I'm, like we I, put up with a lot of shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like having a cigarette. <laughs> yep. I really, yeah, I really hope you guys like this podcast. By the way, when, when, when you finally listen to it, anywho, so, you're creating a bond of like shittiness with uh, people that have to put up with this type of behavior exactly. uh, across the board. Right on, man. Precisely. Um, the maiden said, "Here's what we got. There's going to be uh, sometimes there's extra food. If uh, we ha- now keep in mind, we're not, we mean extra food. We don't mean the stuff that was on the table where customers were that had been taking food off of those plates, right? Yeah, that would be a health code violation. We're talking food that was brought up onto the side that never hit customers' tables. That is in the fine. main. That is not a health code violation and would get thrown away." And it would be a waste. They said, here's what we can do. We'll, we'll bring that stuff. We keep it in the back. And at the end of the show, uh, you guys can box it up and you'll take it home. We're like, okay, cool. That sounds fine. Because we were sick of kind of like paying for meals uh, from the restaurant if we were hungry. We ended up just kind of stopped doing it altogether as a form of like yeah. kind of I- individual protest. I'm starving over here. My last two paychecks bounce. I need to eat that. Yes. Cornish came in. Oh, please, give me the, please give me the food. <laughs> I hope those two couples couple walk out so I can fucking eat their macaroni and cheese. I don't know. So we started doing this for a few weeks. And it's like, I mean, it's not even like, it, it's just. It's just taking food that would have been thrown away that yeah. was that never hit customer tables. Yeah. One night. Is this because like you really are like hurting for food, like hurting for? Well, not, no, not hurting for food. I mean, like it's not like I was not like I was broke, but it's like we didn't want to pay because the prices were just wonky for the food anyway. You, yeah. They were expensive for, for food that was not that good, and we were just like, well, fuck it. I mean, like it, the food will be cold, but it's free food that we could take back and just chill at Pete's place and eat some food and cool. play some video games. Yeah, I'm down with that. This goes on for a few weeks. One night we have a particularly just annoying night. I forget what it was. Tim did on stage that made me so fucking just. I was so angry and like 
downtrodden. So I go back to the little tiny place where the food is with the maidens, and I'm just kind of like, I have a box of it, and I'm just kind of like venting a little bit, and then he happens, to, he peeks his head in. Yeah. And he goes, what is that? And he sees that I have the box, and goes, throw it away, throw it away right now. And I'm like, I have no choice but to throw it away. Yeah. He's very adamant about the fact that his, our food in the restaurant was the best, even though it wasn't, you know, like, never, he never wanted to see you bring in food from another <laughs> place to eat ever. He actually made one of my coworkers throw away food that she was eating on a break that she brought in from another place because he was like, nope, throw it wow. away. Wow. Yep. Holy Cause, shit. Because his food is the best. So here's what happens, right? I have to throw away this food. He comes back. A few moments later, when I'm getting my stuff from the back to leave, yeah, and he like chews me out, and he says, "This is what he says verbatim." He goes, "If I ever catch you and the people doing that ever again, I'll fire everyone involved." And he goes, "It's thievery for God's sakes, and it's disgusting, and it's trash." And he walked away. Oh and my! That God. was the moment where I just mentioned to you earlier. Did he use oh. the word thievery too? Yes, thievery. It's thievery. <laughs> I feel like you gotta if you're doing that like x amount. Of, how many nights a week do you work? I work. I worked uh, every nights. Friday, al- almost like. In every year, weekend, in the, yeah, Friday and Saturday part. nights, uh, almost every single one for a year. I feel almost, like if I, took, gonna... I took certain ones off, but almost every single one. Yeah, I think feel like if you're doing that character often, that it just becomes part of your repertoire. Yeah, <laughs> like... man. Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what so... do you mean, thine debit card is declined? <laughs> 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 I got paid on. I need. I need shekels. I, I got paid yesteryear. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> When is that? When is yesteryear? It's not even... It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even <laughs> inaccurate. So, and like I said, I mentioned to you earlier, that is the only time, personally... Yeah. Like I, I got mad on behalf of other people, with Krista, with Pete, with all the maidens, with Kelly, with Taylor, with Carlo. On behalf, I got mad on behalf of all those people for, you know... The sure, way they, yeah. The way but this was the first time... Your brethren. Ever. For God's sakes. That I had... One on one, where it was him directing his anger to me, yeah. which he never did because you were the man. I was, I was, you were I the, was, I was a fuck. I'm, I, hate, you were, and I hate saying this, but I'm gonna fucking say it because it is true. Because I was a white guy, he was, and my god, if you weren't just if you weren't a dude, if you were a woman, or if you were like if you weren't any shade of color that wasn't white, really, yeah. And it, here's no. the thing it wasn't like he would say blatantly racial slurs to people, but. And I'll, I'll get to this, but he clearly, like, he was the kind of person, like, I hate ISIS, which is fine, because ISIS is terrible, but he's the kind of person that thinks that all Muslims are ISIS. Yeah. Huge misunderstanding. So, and that was the first time <laughs> in my entire life, ever, yeah. when another human being sat just as close as you're standing to me, and it's the first time that I was, I, I legitimately was like, I might actually, I was like, I want to physically hit you. I've never. Was this guy, was it, was he? Intelligent enough? Like I feel like that's pretty. No, he wasn't intelligent at all. No. <laughs> oh, I'm shaking my head. No, yeah, you're he was. Your head no, like I, you, I, I'm a firm believer that you can be dumb in some things and very smart in other things. I know people like. I mean, I'm like that. Like I'm smart in some things and just completely unknowledgeable in others. But here's the thing. I just feel about like... Tim. Tim is just like he a blatant. He is he's, enveloped in the world of him. I, I'm he's just I, a racist. Sexist, narcissist, narcissist, narcissist in the degree I literally have never oh, experienced man. before or since. Just, I hate this guy. Like I hate this guy. I haven't even met look, him. Look, look. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, here's the one kernel of, of of mercy I will throw his way. Yeah. Give me. Give I me some do glass pity. I, I I don't. I used to pity him more. I don't pity him as much now because based and because I'll wrap. I'll, uh, once I get for a few more stories, I'll try and wrap up like where this where the. Where everyone is now, 
Okay. Clearly, he's had a lot of. He's got a lot of issues. Yeah. I do believe that he's an alcoholic. Okay. That's based off of personal experience with him. Sure, sure. He's like forgetting lines and he's drinking a stein yes. behind <laughs> stage before I like to get warmed up. Oh God. Um, and there I do have a very small amount, very small amount, of sympathy because it's clear that there's something. And I hate saying this like this, but it's true. There's something wrong with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's basically one, one of from one from one person from one person that worked there for a long time before she finally quit, and she was a reliable source. She said that he has, and I'm allegedly here. I'm not making this claim. Yeah, but this is allegedly that he has post traumatic stress disorder, but he does not take medication for it. Did he have a military background, or yes, did somebody did. try and kill oh, him? Oh yeah, he's he. But his story changes, and he he, he claims he was in the Green Berets, which is true. However, he well, also claims wait. he was he. Well, no, That's he, true. he also he what he does claim that he was shot six times, which is fucking. Bullshit, <laughs> which is fucking because there's no look. He, he claims he was shot six times. The story allegedly he was dishonorably discharged for, and I, allegedly here I'm not making this claim. This was from another source that I trust, but I don't have exact proof. It was alleged that he was discharged for shooting his superior officer. Now whether oh. <laughs> whether whether intentionally. Or unintentionally, and to be perfectly honest, since it's Tim, uh, it could honestly go either way. And like the cut of that guy's know. jib, shot him. So that was the only time I've ever, ever, to digress, I wanted to physically hurt someone, which I've ne- I never do. And um, because here's the other, and here's what makes him another an enormous hypocrite when he calls it thievery. I'm not joking, verbatim. He once did this. We were going, getting ready to go out on stage, right? Yeah. And all that food is on the side. Yeah. On this plate, like I talked about, this is not. This is the same food that would get thrown away. Same food that that he claims is thievery that uh-huh. I take when I leave when no one's touched it by the kitchen and the staff, no customers, right? Yeah. He walks by. That's my trash. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at like we have the roast beef out. He goes, oh, it looks it looks pretty good tonight. Grabs a piece with his bare hands, <laughs> takes a bite, goes, mmm, that's really good. Puts it back and oh. goes on stage. Oh, wee. this is this isn't like it's not like what customers are watching. Like, he's yeah, doing, it's not like he's doing on stage during a scene where people are watching him. Yeah, but customers are just as close to him as you guys are to me right now. Which, for reference, is like four or five feet away, and there's like there's you know 60, 70 people a night. Yeah, and I was just like. You're gonna stand there and call what I'm doing thievery, <laughs> yeah. While you do that, and you have the you have the audacity, the gall to claim it's a thievery and be a health code violation. Yeah, that's some nerve or narcissism. Probably I feel like, both. I feel like by default he would just be like, "That's what a king would do." <laughs> Grab me. Now there's so much. <laughs> no, no, so much more. That could I could go on about, but I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit. Tell me about the uh, tell me about the seating real fast. Like you're sitting down. Oh god, is, this, this is okay. Was it carpeted to... or did it have sand? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's in a big sandbox, and everyone gets well, a little thin castle. No, it's um hardwood floors. Okay, you're clocking this around is, with boots. Uh, this is oh, god. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this because what did you? It's just it was just kind of badly seated. It was just. Were there any horses? No, we you, <laughs> no. oh we used to have actual night fights, but because Tom uh, Tim, uh, 
Didn't want to pay the knights. <laughs> oh no, because oh because because Tim had just established his bad bad rapport and relationship with with so many people if they're around him long enough. The people in the knight academy that we used to hire for this, yeah, they, they honestly just were like, nope, we're cutting ties, and we cut the show altogether. And but for months going forward, we would still keep on the card and be like, you know, come see Renaissance Renegades yeah. on the card. It would still say, you know, beer. Uh, Beer, a show, night fights. I'm like, the night fights haven't been part of the show for like, like eight months. <laughs> the knife fights are like people with butter knives, like sitting. No, the like, they were honest to god, full armor, like big swords. Like no, I mean metal swords. now that now they've turned. Oh yeah, into now like, they've. Yeah. Uh, we've revamped it. We're stripping it down to its basic form. So it's just you um, and your pal. I'm gonna switch gears. So well, keep, it, keep in mind, okay, the, everything I've just told you is only the. Perf- is only the performance side of it. Yeah. I spent six months as a server on the restaurant portion. Yeah. I had to work, the big three for me uh, were, the big three, I had to work on Halloween, which is my birthday. Uh-huh. I had to work on New Year's, and I had to work on, uh, kind of how fittingly, my last day as a server there, I, I, I still kept working as an actor, but I just, like, after six months, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Sometimes uh, some, some bars and like restaurants have like blackout dates, like you can't. Have St. Patty's Day off. We're a bar for God's sake. Nope, you they have can't. To... Oh, it gets so, worse. It's so, so they bad. Bl- they blacked you out on uh, on Halloween. They blacked me out. They basically did you request? Were you like, I have to have this off? Come on, man. I can't. Rem- I'll be honest. I can't. Here's what happened. They said that you have no choice. You have no choice. You have to show up. So like, <laughs> doesn't matter if you requested it or not. The exact phrase, the king. The the exact words I think used were. Um, all hands on deck. No one cannot be here for Halloween or really any of the big ones. So St. Patrick's Day, by the way, was also my last day as a server there, but I'll get yeah. to that. Halloween was my birthday. My parents were out of town. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, here's what we'll do. We'll have some, like, I have some friends. I'm not, I don't throw huge parties. I don't go to huge parties, but I'll have some close friends of mine over. We'll have a, co- all in costume and we'll just have a really good time. Like, yeah. We'll really, we'll have a really good time. We'll drink and everyone will be safe, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I talked to one of the people that worked there. One girl, of course, you know, one of the many girls that used to work there and eventually left. And I said, look, it's my birthday. Is there any way that I can just like, you know, because I know I I couldn't put my foot down because I was I was just too non-confrontational. Yeah, you know this. Thing, like, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. I said, is there any way that I can uh, just get out by 930 at the latest? And she said, yes, of course, which anytime anyone at that place promises you'll be out at a certain time or that you'll be getting this or that. You not going to usually assume that it's, it's a stretch or it will not happen. Yeah. Halloween. I got I I came. They said you can come in costume, which was exciting, because uh, Krista and I went as Mad Max and Furiosa, uh, and I worked really hard. My Mad, I even got my hair cut. Like I went to the barber, yeah. my, my, my barber, and I said, "Look, here's an image. Cut it like this." Yeah, and I let my my facial hair grow out, and I, you know, I feel like I put, dress- I put effort into it. Yeah, I feel like dressing up every weekend would ruin it. Like I don't, I'm just gonna wear a fucking t-shirt on Halloween. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough puffy t-shirts to. I just dropped a beer can. Uh oh. Party foul, party foul. I'm going to crush it. I'll crush that can. Hey, do a can crush for Jay Owen. Shout out to anyone that knows that <laughs> reference. Anywho. <laughs> so, Halloween, we get to show up in costume. Which, yeah. initially, I'm like, fine, if I have to work on my birthday. And, okay, quick tangent. I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday, not just because it's my birthday. It's my favorite holiday because I grew up, I love horror films. I love the vibe, the atmosphere. Yeah. It, it is. It feeds my soul. And sure, I was, yeah. I was pissed because, A... I'm not going to go trick-or-treating, but I said, hey, you know, my parents are gone, so, like, you know, Krista and I will have the house. What we could do is 
we can dress up, have our friends over later, and then during the earlier hours from the afternoon to the mid-evening, we can hand out candy to the trick-or-treaters, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Like, that'll be nice. I've never gotten to do that. That sounds like my kind of Halloween. That's, I, that's, that's good stuff. I couldn't do that because I had to work. From like I had to go to work at 2. Yeah. I show up in costume. It's kind of exciting at first. I'm in my Mad Max costume. Here's why it becomes not fun. A, after about three and a half hours, <laughs> it actually just felt like my work uniform, which made me furious. Wait, I'm, wait, wait. <laughs> you showed up to work in a Mad Max no, because we were allowed to show up in costume since it was Halloween. Okay. But it was like, I was excited because I put effort in, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. We became so slammed, and three people asked me about my costume. And that was, that was, it was, it was the fact that no one was asking me what I was, which really made me mad. <laughs> like, it, sounds, it sounds so petty, but I was like, look, dipshits. I showed up in costume. Everyone else is in costume. Yeah. Why don't you just ask me who I am? Because here's why. Because when people didn't ask me and they just kind of treated me like a server, guess what my costume started to feel like? It started to feel like my work uniform. Yeah. So I stopped being able to have fun as my Mad Max were costume. You, in, you were in character too? Like, did you have to still I tried. Like, I, tr- I tried. Well, not we, Mad Max character. I mean, like, were no, you oh, like... No, no, no. We, we didn't have to be in character. We just had to wear a uniform. I did actually try to be in Mad Max character for a while. And okay. I quickly had to drop it. So the night goes on. We're slammed. It's bad. I'm like, I'm, I cannot believe how busy we are. We're not doing well at all because our we were almost permanently understaffed no matter what and i'm just like you know i let krista and some people like into my house saying around 9 30 so i get off so it's like you know you guys can be in my house that's fine i trust you you're my best friends sure and like 9 30 rolls like 10 30 rolls around and i'm still there it's slammed i'm i'm honestly on the verge of tears i can't and i'm like well, i cannot believe that this is happening it always um, sucks whenever you get like. So my friends who were in Old Town that were going to be going to the party later actually were like, hey, here's what we'll do. We'll come in and we'll actually sit in the restaurant and wait for you to get off and then we'll all go back together. Yeah. Um, which I was like, thanks you for doing it. But also I was like, please don't see me I'm a wreck. I'm so, I'm so angry. Yeah. And like neurotic. And then in the midst of everything with my heightened emotion, <laughs> with I'm talking like dude, hundreds of people. Like it was bad. Yeah. Understaffed. Tim decides... It would be just a great time. It would just be a phenomenal time to uh, <clears throat> uh, do his stand-up routine in the middle of the restaurant. Um, was it his turn to do this? Like, what? No, he was just like, it was Halloween, so he was like, you know what, I'll, I'll do my stand-up. It'll be fun because it's late night, everyone's drinking. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the most awkward thing ever? When you have to stand by and listen to someone do stand-up and nobody <laughs> listens or laughs or acknowledges you. And he does the exact same stand-up bed that he did and at the beginning that I have to hear at every show. It's and not- to hear him drone on was the weirdest thing because no one laughed and he just kept going. And I was like, I can't believe. Oh, my God, dude. Did he ever rewrite Read jokes? Read a room. Or would they stay the same? Did he ever Mostly, rewrite jokes? They almost always stayed the same. But if he did rewrite them... Because um, that's they, like a they huge... Either, they, 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 for the most part, did not work for most of the time. So that was Halloween. New Year's also had to work. Yeah. We created a weird convoluted system for this one night because we had all these people going to be coming in here for one party. And I, I honestly, if you tried to, I'm not even going to try and describe it. But once again, understaffed. I was mad because it was New Year's. I have to work. Um, and then the big one was St. Patrick's Day. It was the worst in my final day. Yeah. I show up. It's me, one other guy named Mazi, and one guy named Brian. And Brian comes in on his day off. Now, let me just let, let, me, let me just tell you what that means. If Brian didn't come in on his day off, um, it would be just Maze and me. Yeah. We have no host. 
or hostesses. We have no food runners. <laughs> Mass carnage. <laughs> no, we have to do. No, they. Yeah, you're doing everything. You're you're literally the you, turnover rate. I shit, you know, was like almost 100. percent It was in. Insane. You became a renaissance man. No, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I became hey the yo. renaissance renegade. I was that is. guy. Let me, we were so slammed and I had a food run. We, we, all three of us. And here's the kicker. It wasn't even supposed to be three, which is already ludicrously low. Yeah. It was just going to be two. Had that- Brian not come in. I would and if we had the exact same amount of people come in as we did, which, like the exact same, yeah. If everything stayed the same and Brian just had to come in, I I think I honest to God would have had to come up to people coming in and been like, no, nope, can't have you. Vastly understaffed. We, we I can't take anybody, dude. I cannot take another fucking I, person. I for just God's kept. Sake. Oh my gosh, I'm in the what? weeds. I was I showed up in the weeds. Oh dude, I was like I was, I just was so not caring. <laughs> around two in the morning, or like around twelve, one girl was like, "When do you guys close?" And I was like, "I don't care." I don't, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I said was well, my exact words to her. I was like, "Cause it was my last day." I was like, "What are they gonna do? Fire me?" Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> uh, "This one girl was like, hey, when do you guys close?'" And I said, "I don't know. Hopefully soon." <laughs> She's like, "You're a terrible server." I'm like, "I don't care." I don't care. I'm um, not gonna get paid for this. My paychecks are bouncing. Let's see what else. Um, um, yeah, man. If, if you have any uh, questions, let me know. I'm gonna keep seeing if I can. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Was there any practice? Did you guys practice at all? Like for oh, your routines? Was uh, there any like rehearsals or anything? It seemed like it was very on the fly. Like you email the script and then you have to fucking go through it. And here's then... what we did. We got this script originally. This was the Ode to Money Python. Keep in mind, this script. He, I asked him once. I was like, "How long do scripts usually go?" He said, "Usually around five to six months, depending on the longevity of yeah. how many people keep coming to see it." This script literally was a year. We did the same script for. A year. So you, there was no, despite the first like maybe month well, here's of doing thing. it, okay, then there so was no need after that. No, there was need because with the, the, with the God, like when a with re- the rapid amount of people being fired and quitting, yeah, and the fact that we would lose characters, lose actors, we they would often throw. Oh my God, they would often take people that had never done the roles. Yeah, the night, sometimes the night of the show, say this person is going to be doing this role. Teach them how to do it, and I was like. Doesn't matter. And this one role was a friar who never spoke. He had one line of dialogue. But oh. the jo- and I'm like, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep taking not just people that have never done this before, but people that are serving yeah. downstairs. They would keep, take people that were serving downstairs, and we would, I would have to go get them like 20 minutes before they were supposed to be on to be like, if you have any tables, close them out now. Yeah, which was insanely, insanely risky. Yeah, and, and- have them come do it. And sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were bad. But they would, they would just. They wouldn't hire understudies. They would throw people in very randomly. And so when it came to rehearsing, I was very adamant about, like, look, if we're going to have people and they don't know what to do, like, and we know about this ahead of time, which we almost never did because they didn't have the foresight enough yeah. to, to try and actively look for people, um, we almost never rehearsed. If we did rehearse... Um, we started rehearsing for the new script a year into it. Very, very, like I said, two and a half to three weeks before I actually left to come to Austin was when we started the new script. Yeah. Um, the rehearsal for that was just very, it was very sloppy because we were dealing with a lot of audio effects that were very. Uh, Did you come in like a weekday or like the day before? What, it was what, just what, whenever we could. Hours? It was just whenever we could. Sometimes, I mean. And Did sometimes... you correspond this? Like, were you like, uh, look, guys, let's just get together on fucking Wednesday and hash this out? No, I, I would just be like, they would be like, can you be or these days? And I'd be oh, like, okay. These days work, and then sometimes like sometimes Did you get paid for that. No, uh, no. God, shit. <laughs> well, this was coming for this free was, and practice. This, 
Dude, community community theater has more validity as an art form than any of what we did working at this place. Jesus. Sometimes they would give it. Sometimes I would get a call on a Thursday and be like, "You're coming to the show tonight, right?" Like you're on call, and I'm like, N- "I did not hear a word about I having no a show idea. Thursday," and I would have to like scramble. Yeah. Sometimes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this is very rare once in a blue moon, but like it just the communication was awful, or sometimes just non-existent. Yeah. I, I mean, c- I, 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 and I, I, you know, I keep. I can't There's so much that went wrong. Yeah, I can't so imagine much things happened that were just that went so unbelievably. I can't wrong. imagine running a place, uh, scheduling, fucking being in the show, writing scripts, uh, trying to run like a bar and a restaurant, and like fucking juggling all these pens, and still like being a good manager. <laughs> like, absolutely not. No, but, dude. Uh, it and was then on bad. top of that, being racist, sexist. Like, no, dude. It was like chauvinistic. Dude, yeah, he once, I heard, allegedly, he once was like, we had a, a bartender was black. His name was, um, his name was, uh, Buddy. His name was Steve. McGee. I don't his know. name was Steve. I'm trying to give a fake name out. I once heard, and this is alleged, and I don't know how, once again, I'm going to keep saying alleged, but I do believe the validity just after working for him for a year. He allegedly said, like, you know, I'm just not thinking, I'm thinking of not hiring black people to keep him more in times with the, uh, Oh, with the the historical context of the medieval themed restaurant, and I was like, "Wow, for real, dude!" Oh my First God. of all, it's not even that authentic or accurate. It's so shoddy and so sloppy. <laughs> You're in a Mad so Max costume, for gaudy. God's sake. <laughs> yeah, like here, here's another one. Here's a fun one to tell. Um, Pete wants me to mention the cementing moment of our deep friendship when uh, the night that. Kelly left. Right? Yeah, the girl. Sure. Yeah, the girl. And we were finally so mad when she got hissed. You know that. Yeah. Pete and I, we were like, dude, let's just get some hard ciders, and we were jazzed, and we just spent the night just drinking cider at S- work. No, no, we went back to Pete's place because okay. it became a tradition to kind of just go chill at Pete's place and watch movies and play video games and bitch and moan. Nice. And we were like vent about um, the night, and, and we were just we were screaming the whole time. We were just jazzed up and screaming about how much we hated the situation. <laughs> we're so mad at Tim, and like we screamed and we watched Jurassic Park, and then we had Pete's crowning one-liner and on the way back to his apartment, and he said. Jeez, it's nice like it's nights like these that just make me want to pull a, a Tim and shoot my commanding officer. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you win. Oh my god, dude, you are the king of puns. Oh, um, it's gravy. But um yeah, there's honestly so much more. If you I believe it, man. I, uh, believe I, it. I feel like we might be going over. If there's anything more that you want, if if there's any questions that you have, feel free to ask because it's just uh, like I said, I'm going to it's another apology because this was a year's worth of material that was just I I Stewing honestly and festering I, right like, I, I mean, honestly can't believe how many things happened. Now some is, of it I was good. Like, yeah. Some of it was like I got to meet I I met some people that have I've formed very close bonds with. Yeah, the spiteful six being a few, um, and it's just you know you like like you said you grow stronger. When you're working under such an absolutely just uh, corrosive environment, right? Yeah, is, you create this so, crazy bond that I don't know. I, would say, which I is worked fantastic. for a, a fairly e- evil man. Uh, I don't think quite on the scale that you just <laughs> described no, I, of, of uh, Tim. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and say right in here on my shitty podcast that I, I think I I got so far. I think I have the big kahuna as far as shitty bosses go. <laughs> yeah, man. I so challenge. Far, yeah. I openly have a challenge to see if anyone that can have worse. Yeah, um, um, but uh, some of them, like my best friends uh, came out of that establishment. Like I'm 
formed some pretty pretty solid bonds um, through my shitty experience. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel pretty good. Do you? Uh, do you feel good? Do you have anything else you need to get out, man? Well, uh, we yeah, usually. <laughs> Go ahead. I was gonna say if you have any more questions pertaining to this, because I do have a clo- I have a closer. If you have any more p- questions pertaining to just. My experiences, my friends' experiences, uh, feel free to let me know. Just because, and like I said, there's just so much. But if there's anything else you want to, because I have my little closer before I know you have your little yeah. closer. So if there's any <laughs> yeah. last questions that you have before I give my little closer, just fire away. No, I think you I think you hit it pretty good, man. You you described, uh, I feel like I just got done with a shift there, and I just feel like I need a shower now. Like <laughs> I feel grimy for being in the same yeah. work environment. Like, oh, God, well, I feel like I was there. <laughs> dude. So you did oh, a good job, man. Thank I, you. I don't, I, don't have any, uh, I don't have any questions. Uh, I would. Pertaining. Thank you. I have this. Here, here's, I'm gonna cl- here's, here's my little, uh, my, here's the epilogue and then the, the closure. Yeah, give me, give me a little bit. So I mentioned before how I said that uh, where are they now? Here's what we got. My friend. Oh, I like this. This fr- is like the end of the film. Like, So there's a mailing list that, uh, at the gotcha. end of every show. Just to change it a little bit. At the end of every show, uh, Tim says, if you want to be on our mailing list to find out about more shows, you can sign up for our emailing list. Nice. None of us ever did. Now, my friend Wallace messaged Pete and I out of the blue about a month and a half ago. Say, and he was like, I just got this email from Renaissance Renegades. And... Um, he got it because years ago he saw the show before we were ever there. Yeah, and he apparently his family guess got put on the they put themselves on the mailing mailing list. So that's why he still got that's why he got the email. Yeah. So, I have two things to read. I, I I'll read one thing really quickly. If Go. That's okay with you. Very fine with me. Um, Do you want to read it in character? No. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So here's what we got. I won't put you through any more torturous. Uh, so here's what we got. Um, Wallace hits us up out of the blue in the group chat on Facebook. Says, "Just got an email that Renaissance Renegades is ending," and we're like, "Ah, oh, what?" <laughs> keep in mind, this is barely a year after all three of us are finally gone, right? Right. And also keep in mind that when I did leave, I was one person playing three roles. Carla had buggered off and now lives in Colorado so she wasn't ever coming back she finally got away from that place after, yeah. after being tied to Tim for so long uh, we had just you know Pete left Krista left everyone left this is the email that was sent out lords and ladies with a heavy heart I must inform you that Renaissance Renegades is closing forever on February 5th 2017 after a seven year run on our stage after performing in front of 105,000 people I have no idea how on earth you could quantify that <laughs> Tim, Duke of Salem, is retiring from the stage. Good. Tim has been the mainstay of the show, the one element that has been there for every show we have ever done. He has had one weekend off in seven years, and he is finally stepping down. Huzzah. How noble. Tim wants to express his love and thankfulness for for each of you for all that you did to help the show be better and for bringing their all... What? That's poorly written. <laughs> for all you did to help the show be better and for oh, for being there all these years. He will miss you. You will never know just <laughs> You will never know just how much Tim loved you. Believe me. Oh, uh, we know. Did Tim write this? It definitely does sound like him. <laughs> Here's how here you, you'll you'll hear a few things in just a few minutes. I'll be like that's definitely him. Okay. We did look at replacing Tim, but 
as you know, he is a multi-talented man who whom it is just not feasible to replace. <laughs> it is not the same show without him. Yeah. You're right, it would be much better. So Renaissance <laughs> Renegades is finally ending its long run. Um for the final shows, gosh. Tim has insisted that he plans some super uh, wacky special hijinks on stage. He also plans a more lavish special menu of delicacies he he enjoys. The beer will be the best because it will be the beer he chooses. Yeah. Tim and I personally invite you to join us to say your goodbyes and to see him in the show one last time. Tickets are blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the ticket price is still 65 per person. <laughs> it's still... Still... Dates, blah, 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 blah. We hope that you will come and join us for our farewell shows and enjoy the Renaissance Renegades party one more time. Tim looks forward to seeing each of you and laughing with you one last time. May God bless each of you for all you have done for us and for being our long-standing friends. I remain your most humble servant. <laughs> um, <laughs> a woman that's not Carla, Duchess of Salem. And I was just like, who's this woman? Yeah. No one knows. Nobody so, knows. That so the show is now done. Avalon. It's, it's been uh, God. <laughs> so the show is now as about a week ago. No more. Is done. Nice, nice. Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> now yes. I'm keeping. Now here's what I here's what the rumor that I'm hearing from people that self ties there, and this is all alleged. So do not quote me on this. But this yeah. is where we're wrapping Take with up. Take a grain of salt. Apparently, Tim has fired everybody that works there. The rumor that I'm hearing is that he's planning to shut down the entire restaurant, sue, and then take money and run. What? Who's now, this he is suing? alleged. This is an alleged. I do not know exactly if this is true or not. This is what everyone. This is what people have said. Yeah. Um. Now, hold on. Let me pull out the final. The final bit. Uh, this. That wasn't the final bit. <laughs> no, Krista. <laughs> Good lord. You this, guys, this, this is the final uh, you guys shout out for therapy. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, God, that's... For, but no, for real. I mean, I'm, it's not even half, not even a, a, that much of a joke. It was if this guy had any quite money, truly mental, <laughs> mentally abusive, and I, like, I don't say that lightly. It was it became very toxic to work there. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the final nail in the coffin. Oh my gosh, this is okay. So Krista. In her post-leave post of Renaissance Renegades, yep. wrote, she wrote a, a letter to Tim that is just, uh, sums up, I think, everything. And I'm, I'm going to end my my rant, my sermon, with this little epilogue. End note. This is a shout-out to the Spiteful Six. We survived it. Uh, love you all. And without further ado, <clears throat> Dear Lord Tim, we write this letter to you with joyous voices as we celebrate your departure from the world of entertainment and the news of the closure of Renaissance Renegades. As the many good, heartfelt, talented, and kind people who have previously worked under your employ, we thought it, a, in, we thought it important to send along our heartfelt thanks. We would like to thank you for the friendships you have granted us. Without working under your shitty and racist rule, none of us would have, <laughs> none of us would have banded together into the wonderful group of friends that we have had. Because of you, many of us have forged bonds that will last forever, long after you are gone. Nice, Preach. dude. Oh, it goes on. We would like to thank you for the servers and performers whose paychecks bounced <laughs> and for the constantly changing pay dates according to whichever way the breeze blew your ball sack. 
It taught us about the fact that these pesky things called rental due dates don't really mean anything, especially to a visionary such as yourself. It's given all of us a new perspective. You taught us the valuable lesson that taxes really aren't important. For the refusal of giving each employee the legal contracts and tax paperwork necessary and requested to uphold a legitimate institution, you have taken it upon yourself to enforce the wisdom of President Donald Trump that it really doesn't matter and, in fact, makes you more intelligent by not paying taxes to the federal government, allegedly. Working in your institution also showed us the best and worst of working in the performance industry. After seeing the degrading treatment of your workers in unfair, abusive, and sexually inappropriate ways, then how everyone else bands together in the most beautiful and united of ways, we have learned that decency and love in this world far outweigh the bad, making those bonds far stronger than the way you abused us. You may be retiring from your extremely successful career of imagining the hours you spent riding with Ron Howard, your hours of hiring and stalking women at least 30 years younger than you and your truly golden raspberry award worthy performances and scripts presented in the renaissance renegade shows but rest assured with that attitude you'll never make it in hollywood with all the love that we can muster the legion of the spiteful six nice dude mike drop mike drop on that one Oh, that was catharsis. <laughs> Feels like that needed to get out. I felt like that was like a pimple that was yeah, festering man. for a long time. There's still some. There's still some. There's still some residual stuff. Of festering. course. I mean, yeah. And know. I'm not. But you know what? We've, we've we've gone for a while. I don't want to hog all the podcast. You're, it's, it you're, is your podcast. You're Thank golden, you so much. man. You're golden. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I ask of is uh, we always end with a poop story. Do you have a poop story? <laughs> do you ever? Do you, do you want to do you want to preface this by saying uh, how you end every podcast? How I end every uh, podcast? Yeah, yes. go for it. Uh, yeah, do you have a poop story? Do you? Do, you ever, <laughs> yeah. you do ever, I have a? <laughs> have you ever pooped your pants? Or? No, never, never done that. Nice. Never, no, no, never sharted. Never, none of that. No sharts. Here's uh, God. Do I have a? Or it doesn't even have to be your own poop story. I'm trying to think. I think I can't. I think one of my friends. I can't remember if it was my friend Pete or Joe. Shout out, if it's one of you guys, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Joe, you have a tendency to, to fart a lot. <laughs> um, gassy man. He is a gassy man. Pete, I think one time, and this was very coincidental. And Pete, I'm sorry if I'm singling you out, but I, I think it was you. Correct me if I'm wrong. when you hear this, we were hanging out, getting ready to leave. He let one rip. I think he pulled me aside and said, you have to leave right now. And I was like, uh, why? Like, we're, I mean, we're going, but he's like, I think you need to leave. And I'm like, why? He goes, I think I might have just, I think I might actually, for real, legitimately just sharted in my pants. I think you need to leave right now. And I was like, okay, I got you, man. I'm really sorry. Pete, if, I swear, Pete, I'm sorry. If that's inaccurate, let me know. I just, I, no, I, I, I recall us being at your house, so it might have been somebody else. As far as me, I just remember in high school, I would take extreme measures to poop in absolute solitude. <laughs> I got to have I had to leave. I would, there was a particular bathroom in one of the buildings that was like so far away. It was in the theater wing, which is, I was a theater kid. Sure. And it was like, you would go in and it was the dressing room, but then there was also another door to the bathroom slash shower. I would go there, lock both doors and be like, this is my, this is my sanctuary. This is where I will be. <laughs> And would on the you? off chance that I would go there and someone would be there, I would just be like, dude, this is my place. <laughs> or the door would be locked and I'd just be like, well, I guess I'm going home. I would always be the kid. I could. I always admired the kids that would like shit in between classes. Like you have that, that little window and they would go poop in between classes. I was always the kid that would like 
not poop, go to class and be like, I need to go to the bathroom so I can have it all to myself. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think um, I feel good, man. You feel good? A little bit. Yeah, better. Oh, God. Right. Just, you know, I, I have to we, try to let go of the fact that there's so many more stories, but it does feel good to A, get on a podcast and just and just vomit all of this out. Do you have any plugs? Oh, sorry. Do I, I have any? Do I have any yeah. plugs? Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah. you got a lot of projects going on, man. Uh, do, do, do I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if Dude, <you> have... <laughs> we got a got a, got a movie with Marty. Marty Scorsese. No, um, <laughs> me and Ron Howard are working on something. I don't want to talk about it just yet. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Apollo fourteen is going to be great. Yeah, we, yeah. We're talking about stuff. it. It's going to be great. Um, I'll just give a quick another shout out to the uh, the spiteful six. Y'all are. Um, as Krista mentioned in her wonderful bomb, her letter bomb, you all are close to me. We have formed bonds that will last for a very long time under the guise of tyranny. Uh, and um, if I have to give another shout out, uh, specifically to Krista, you put up with a lot. Stay strong. You're a strong woman. Pete, you're one of my best friends. Um, the Maidens, um, love you all. I, I'm sorry, we'll go with ahead and uh, uh, specifically... Um, uh, giving you fake <laughs> names here. I'm sorry, Susie, uh, Brittany, and Taylor. Uh, y'all are uh, y'all are the bomb. Miss you, miss you all. And uh, thanks for tuning into this podcast. Dig it, man. Dig it. Dig it. Appreciate it. Appreciate the help. Appreciate uh, you guys subscribing. Appreciate you telling a friend. That's it for us. Lights out. Play us out. Shitty ukulele. Oh, feel better, dude. That's oh, yeah, better. man. Nice, right? Yeah, got it all out. That was a lot of yeah. fucking chewy, how, chewy. How, how long were we on for? We got a good.